Yeah, you're listening to the average Joe's things you think you don't care about. It's America's fastest growing podcast, so just sit back and relax. We got the average Joe Boo and the average Joe. We got the mic set up in the studio. Gonna entertain ya, nobody can blame ya. Spending all of your time listening to the average Joes. We're gonna talk about something that you think you don't care about. We're gonna talk about something that you think you don't care about. Oh yeah. Average Joes Media. The podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About. Featuring the average Joe. And the average Joe Boo. It's in the game. Well, that's fair. I've heard it both ways. Keep it clean. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. I am the average Joe Boo. And I am the average Joe. And today we are coming at you with a little bit of highly unapologetic, top of the dude chain, podcast beef. It's what you listen to. I was going to say what's for dinner, and then I'll try to be really quick. Yeah. And then it didn't work out too well. Well, that's okay. That happens. You know, To the best of us. It is what it is. But you know... Well, premature jocolation. Our, our buddies at top of the dude chain and highly unapologetic, um, you know, they, they, have a, they have a little beef. They have a little beef. <clears throat> they have a little beef. I was really surprised. Were you? Because, you know, I'm like, you know, we're we're like two brothers. Yeah. <clears throat> and we never fight. We never annoy each other. No. We, we never no. we never frustrate each other. You know, it's nothing but love, like bro hugs and yep. you know, longing glances at each other yeah. from across the studio. And uh so then I was like, Oh no, podcast beef between real brothers. Yeah, yeah the, the actual walkers, brothers. The walkers, you know, Texas Rangers. And I was just really scared. I was really scared. Yeah. I was like Oh no! What's happening? You know, and yeah. I wanted to say like, "Oh, hey, Adam, que paso? Yeah, speaking, hombre. <laughs> speaking of, uh, you know, speaking of Highland apologetic. Yeah, tu Adam, necesito encanta. Adam, we appreciate you hermano. joining as always. You we know, brothers, the brothers should it's love each other. Always there, and uh, and you know what, you got ours as well, and it, that's good stuff. And I was really worried that maybe something happened yeah. with our top of the dude chain podcast that yeah. spurred said beef. Yep. yep, yep, me too. And I was like, are we responsible for this? Were are we, we going to have to referee? I think you used the word epicenter. <sighs> epicenter we're at the epicenter we're the epicenter I, I, th- I thought maybe oh, we man. were too then i went back and listened to some of it yeah and, uh, and fortunately we're not really and truly you know the th- problem yeah uh that started the whole beef is really you know golly it's it's kind of an epidemic it's uh texas a&m aggie fandom oh wow and philadelphia eagle fandom <laughs> so I just, wow i don't i mean uh it, so first what are of you all trying to say a, there Jeff? i'm not saying anything. are you I'm just picking saying, a side right now <laughs> not yet <Are> <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going okay. to dinner with two Aggies later, so uh, and we're we're hosting an Aggies fan next weekend. So that's fair. Ooh, I'm a little outnumbered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. You're outnumbered because uh, you've been bested by. A fan. But here's the thing, though. So they're in Oklahoma, and it sounds like they're they may be a little boomer sumer, Oklahoma state a little bit. Like there was some Oklahoma love. I thought I heard it was a little Oklahoma. Just a little love, bit, but it was little bit. it was the podcast that just preceded um, the Oklahoma Texas OU game. Right, so it was sad panda. Right, so so Josh for top of the dude chain, um, he he grew up in Texas. He did. Right, so uh, Viva La Tejas. Right, and so I think the guys that he's podcasting with 
for the majority of their life from Oklahoma. And, and I nobody could be wrong. Any, any <clears throat> fact checkers out there want to? <clears throat> and nobody holds that against know. them at all. Yeah, don't <laughs> at all. I mean, don't hold it against nothing them. but love to our, our Oklahoma brethren. That's right. You know, a I mean? what brethren? Brethren. Okay, good. Your brethren. You know, well, you think about it though. The whole story of the average Joe's top of the dude chain and highly unapologetic all began, you know. Uh, alongside a river and a lake <laughs> in Oklahoma, alongside a uh, a little place where you could rent uh, little cabins. yellow ca- little yellow kayaks and yeah, uh, yeah, maybe a couple yeah. canoes, do a little base jumping off of a of a little mini cliff. Yeah, and you know what? Some of the more brave people went hiking to a bigger cliff. <laughs> well, you know, I was a rule follower. Oh uh, yeah, you didn't do that. Well, no, we were going pretty good until like I think Forrest and Kenny was like, no more. Yeah, and then some people like kept, there's rocks down there. Yeah, some people kept going, and then. You know, all these uh, elders of the church were yelling and screaming. So I was like, "Yes, sir." You know, and I don't I think did, they were elders not, at the time. Oh, they, well, not at that time. Well, I mean, they were our elders. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, so the older you know, men, yes, okay, of, of gotcha. age and wisdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, so I was like, mm, "Nope, I can't." Plus, uh, like some folks who didn't have their all their parents there, I had my aunt there. Really. Yes. Oh, yeah. So you had to be like on your best behavior. I really did. Yeah. I really, really did. Okay. Um, and if I got out of line, I heard about it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> She'd be screaming from across the state We all hear about park. it if we step out of line. It's just can you handle whether or not you hear about it? Yeah. That's all that that is. That's fair. Joe, can you handle it? I can handle it. Okay. I can handle it as long as, yeah, I got to keep Dota happy. That's really. That's, that's good. Hey, the past couple podcasts, she's actually been happy. Has she? We haven't talked about gambling. We so. haven't talked about gambling. Okay, yeah. We also so. haven't probably talked about. Uh, Other stuff. Bathroom routines. Yeah, yeah. So she's uh, she's a fan and a supporter. So. That's good. That's good. So so we brought this we brought this conversation up. Beef. We brought up beef just in general. and Because uh, everyone needs some all, protein. Everybody does. I'm going mm-hmm. to tell you something. I'm going to put a. Put my neck out there a little bit for uh, for Target, okay? Target. We're, we're looking for sponsors. First of we're all. looking for sponsors. Yeah. Yes. Mm, so uh, if Target, oh wow. Oh, what is this? What? Wow. Is this a Jack in the Box? Wow, cup? that's a shameless plug right what? there. What? That is a free plug. Uh, Think about it. It sounds like a didgeridoo. No. No. Please quit. <laughs> so okay. So anyway, so I found this uh, this package of petite. Beef tenderloin, two and a half pounds. So a little PBT. Yeah, PBT. Instead of PYT. Yeah, and so it was petite beef Shout tenderloin to Michael Jackson. from Target, and uh, and it was phenomenal. Do you know what tenderloin is? Uh yeah, man. Yeah, uh, you know, in some places they call it a tenderoni. Yeah, well, in most places they call it a fillet mignon. Fillet mignon. Okay, two and a half pounds mm. pre-seasoned. Pre-season. Sixteen bucks. Wow. You know. You know what this makes I me ate think the of? fire out of all that stuff, man. I, thanks for keeping it clean, there, bud. You bet. I saw the mouth and I saw the f- sound, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. I don't know which way this is going on. We keep it clean here at Highland. At uh, <laughs> Highland <laughs> Apologetic, they keep yeah. it clean as well. Yeah, we. But here at the Average Joe's, we keep yeah. it clean. Unless we're gonna go. I mean, yeah, I really think though next weekend we might just have to debut AJM After Dark. That's fair. Adam, let me know if you're down. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, Average Joe's After Dark is a it's a possibility that that is the day we start that. It is a possibility. It could be a lot yeah. of fun, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we're, it's going to be very low key, very a VIP experience. It will be exclusive rights only. Yes, uh, no affiliation to our sponsors. <laughs> uh, no affiliation to the sponsors. No affiliation to 
pretty much 99.9% of anyone we know. Exactly. So, yeah. you know. It'll be for our enjoyment only and maybe a, a few There's a friends. handful of other people that possibly want. Maybe this is the first subscription service we start. Ooh. It'd be like right. average just media pay-per-view. You pay gotta pay for this. You do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Get like it. that. That's a good idea. But speaking, Man, of, awesome. speaking of beef yeah, and yeah. tenderloin and stuff. Man, dude, that was the best <sighs> two and a half pounds of meat I've ever had. Now, I didn't have it all in one sitting. Okay. okay. I had it in three different sittings. Well, I got to tell you, I'm looking forward to post-podcast. Yeah. Oh, Because I think there's probably at least two to three pounds of meat that's going to be. Talk, you want to talk about beef. That beef. is what's for dinner. It is, literally. So uh, we got, what, what's, the, what's the celebration, Joe? So the celebration is, is we found ourselves at uh, Texas Day Brazil. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, for, By force of Joe Boo. Yes, that that's very fair. Yep. And then And uh, it turned out to be what? The best experience of your life? Dude, they have goat cheese. That's we're going back to Texas Day Brazil today. We're going to the, we're goat going cheese. for the goat cheese. I'm going to say that that's not why I'm going. Yeah. Well, we then we tried Fogo de Chao. Yep. For 1000 or is that 500? Uh, yeah. Yeah. One of those. One of those. And it was really <clears throat> scrum dilliumptious and uh, I got to have the pepper candy bacon. <laughs> Poutine after dark I Poutine. thought. Well, Poutine after dark. Well, I mean, uh, is there really a wrong time of the day for a, poutine? Is there a difference between what we said and what you said? I don't know. I don't know. Because, okay. I mean, I enjoy poutine in the morning sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's fair. It, uh, it's know? an all-day snack. It really is. <laughs> it's for lunch. It's for dinner. Never mind. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we could probably have another podcast. Being Afternoon the bubble. delight. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ron Burgundy. Um, anywho. So, yeah, so we decided after eating that wonderful meal of a bunch of meat on skewers being brought to us yep. and shaved off onto our plates that yeah, yes. uh, for every uh, average Joe's uh, milestone, yeah, we're going back. Yeah, pretty much every 1,000. Every 1,000. Yeah. Because we could If we get to the point where we're like putting on 1,000 every week or so. 1,500. Well, I guess we can go then too because we should have that. We should have money to we pay We should have a lot of money by yeah. then. Yeah. So anyway, so 2,000 and we're celebrating it with our flagship, our uh, our flagship sponsor. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, yeah. That's what we're doing. We're doing. We're saying, you know what? Hey, bud, you can come join us. Sit at the table right. with us. Right. Because, uh, you know, you're our, our day one. No, no. I think we're asking, can we sit at the table with you? That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's so, fair. Okay, so speaking of speaking of sponsors, speaking of sponsors, so we have sponsorship, we Batman. have a little bit of things that we just got to make sure we take care of. I think we really do, you know. And you know what? If you're not taking care of this yourself and trying to figure out where you can go to get yourself a house, uh, shame on you. You definitely have to number one figure out how long it takes the average Joe to change his hat. And well, then, I gotta number two. The, the sad also, thing is, I thought I, I looked over, and yeah. for whatever reason, I thought I was off camera. Yeah, you know, so I thought I could. It's, yeah. This is see, it says preview right there. Preview yeah, means well, that's anyways. what's coming up. You know, at least our sponsors know how hard I work. That's good. We're shameless plugs. That's good. So, uh, yeah. Now you're off camera, Joe. Okay. Okay. Good so, deal. well, the Gingrich Group. I guess I'll preload the and next John one. John Jacobus. John Jacobus. I mean, if you're <clears> looking for a house that you want, not that he wants to just force onto you. If you want, if you were looking for someone who was going to give you a house that you want that fits all of your needs, yes, only consensual buying and selling. That's right, only consensual buying and selling. You need to give John Jacobus a call, realtor to the stars. You got it. This phone. We just gone from a table of three to a table of two. Um. <laughs> this phone number nine seven two seven five four zero three six one. You know what? I'm going to say it again. 
972-754-0361. Or John at the gingrichgroup.com, the Ohio the, State of Real Estate Stable. Or his website, www.thegingrichgroup.com. Dot com. And John will take care of everything you need. I got to tell you what, you know, it is that time of year again. It's fall. Yep. Football watching parties. Halloween's coming up. Thanksgiving. Christmas. New Year's. I don't know. Maybe you're going to propose to somebody. Maybe you're going to get married. Maybe you have something special that you want to, to, to share with someone else. And yep. what better way to do it than share it in your own home? That's right. Absolutely. What better way to experience beef than cooking it in a grill I'm telling you on what. your patio at your house that John Jacobus of the Gingrich Group helped you buy? Dare I say, if you want to know what beef smells like cooking in the home of your dreams, you just need to call John. Yeah. And say, listen, I want the average Joe's to come over. Yep, absolutely. And uh, cook for me in yep. this perspective home that I'm thinking about buying. Yep, yep. And we're going to come over and we're going to cook. Yeah. And depending upon, you know, what, what day or week of the month it is with pay schedules, maybe it's filet mignon. It could be. It could be. Maybe we're going to check out that microwave with some... If I find that $16, ma- two and a half pound filet, then I'm... It doesn't matter what day of the week it is. I'm maybe, buying it. Maybe it's spaghetti. It could be spaghetti. I don't know. It could be one of those weeks. It could be. It well, we could a lot of you. We could really... For oh, a little man. bit. Well, you know, I cook a mean pork tenderloin. You, well, you've had it before. It's yeah. pretty good. Those yeah, potatoes. Yeah, it's mm, okay. Good. That, uh, that's, really? that was just pork loin. That was not pork tenderloin. There's well, a difference. Actually, when I buy a full pork roast, I have the tenderloin, and then I have the loin itself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Everything. I, think, I, I don't think you know what you're talking about. I think. Well, when it comes to cooking, I think I do. Okay. It's pretty well, good. Uh, no, it's pretty good. You've had my cooking before, yeah. It's it's okay. It's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> is it okay? okay. Yeah. It's self-proclaimed weird, greatness. But I gotta tell you what, though. This this man does cook a mean zucchini boat. I know it how to sounds, cook, man. It sounds really it. Anybody sounds really that's weird. out there that's looking for someone who knows how to cook, you know what? You just give me a call. My number's somewhere on here. You can give me a shout as well. Yeah. Well, Joe's, Joe doesn't put salt on anything, so it's not very good. Well, you know, uh, I think forgive me. I think you're like a salt me. activist. Well, you know, forgive me for being a raised sactivist. in a family that wants to watch their sodium intake, and so we believe in garlic powder and onion powder. <laughs> a salt activist. <laughs> Sactivist. Sactivist. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Oh, my oh, goodness. Holy I, season, man, Batman. I just, uh, you know what? I amaze even myself. It's you awesome. really do. I'm surprised all the time. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, like, I've, I'm like, I had to take another drink, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, got you, you got from six 32-ounce so uh, drinks over there, so. Well, you know what I got to say? You got to stay hydrated. You, you really do. Yeah. You really do. Hydration yeah. is, is paramount. Also, the average Joes are now powered by. Nortex Electric. Nortex Electric. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, yeah. sir. Hold on. It's uh, it's it's amazingly powerful. Dare I say it's electrifying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. If you need anything electrical done, whether that's completely rewiring a house, or maybe your mom, yeah, uh, thought that she could plug in the oven again. Yeah, yeah. But the plug was broken. Right. And she didn't listen. And she nearly lit the house on fire. Yes. And almost killed herself. Yes. And thus giving you a heart attack. Absolutely. You shouldn't do that. You no, should no. just call Nortec yep. Electric. Yep. Give I, them, I mean. I think here, here's the phone number. You know, I think, I feel like I've memorized John's phone number by now. I'm going to have to memorize Nortex Electrics. But, you know, Nortex is 214-289-4510. Am I getting that right, Joe? Yeah, 214-289-4510. Also, just think of it as. You know, it's like the, the non-1800, 1800 number for, like, I need a good quality person right. to come help me out. A good I'm electrician going to love, that, that will I'm going to love. do you right. Do Literally. you know that they, with over, a, about between a dozen and two dozen reviews. They'll move right through you. 
between a dozen and two dozen reviews. Yep. They are consistently 100% five out of five stars. Really? Wow. That's pretty good. Check out their website. Check out their social media. Read it for yourself. Yeah. Nortec Electric, a leader yep. in home, commercial, and industrial ele- electrical services. You can give them an, a, a bit of an email to you can't check info. out some stuff. Info at nortexelectric.com. Or you can check them out online, www.nortexelectric.com. That's right. I mean, listen, here's the thing. If you're in need of power, if you're in need of something electrical, Give them a call. I can tell you, it's empowering if you think about it. It really is. If you want to be empowered, then you need to call Nortex. You're going to be shocked at how efficient they are. They're lightning fast. It's gonna, it's gonna just, it's gonna move through you like a jolt. They're shockingly inexpensive. Yeah, you, we already use shockingly. So, but ladies and gentlemen, those are. I heard it both ways. You know, those two, those two companies. If you put them together, I mean, what what a magnificent peanut butter and jelly sandwich of a house would you have at that point in time? I'm telling you what. A place with a roof over your head that mm-hmm. you picked out that John helped you find. That has safe, cost-efficient electrical services. That's all I'm saying. If you, I mean, just, you know, when you're in the home buying process, go through the electrical outlets. You know, check them out. Have an inspector. And then... Call Nortex. I'm telling you what, you know, like if you want to take a chandelier yep. lighting structure and then swap it out with some track lighting, yep. call Nortex Electric. Absolutely. Absolutely. Christmas is around the corner. It. And people love to put up Christmas lights. They really and do. if you want to avoid what happened in uh, the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation video yeah. with Chevy you Chase. You want to avoid what happened in a movie that was pre-designed to actually explode for you? Yeah, well, I mean, it's still a great movie, though. Ah, yes. And, yes. and it's one of the funniest parts of If like, you want to avoid an ever. accident that had a script. Yes, or an unscripted accident. You really need to call them. Either way. Think, and the other thing, too, here's the other bonus, right? Mm-hmm. When you partner with these two wonderful companies, you're not just getting John Jacobus, Gingrich Group, Realtor of the Stars, mm. a friend in John. You're also getting the official Realtor of Average Joe's Media. That's correct. And when you got a switch that ain't working, mm-hmm. when you got an outlet that's out, or you say, you know what? I want to fancy up my digs. Yeah. You call Nortec Electric, and you're also going to be getting the official electrician, the official electrical services of Average Joe's Media. That's right. So that, and it's, I mean, that sells itself. The, at what point in time could you go wrong? You can't. Point. Boom. <laughs> Back to the uh, Back podcast. Back to the podcast. B. So, uh, podcast so, B. So highly unapologetic versus top of the dude, Chango. I mean... Could this be, could this be more electrifying? I mean, I tell you what. Again, it was shocking. Yeah. If we're still using those terms. Yeah. So. The powerful stuff. We're we're listening to their to their podcasts, and the very next highly unapologetic podcast that comes out is called Podcast Beef. You need to listen to it. I got to tell you, I missed um, watching live. How do you feel about Jesus this Monday? Because I was so glued. To the airwaves, um, hearing hearing the podcast from Highly Unapologetic. Really, wow! I appreciate that. I really was. Appreciate you not opening a thirty minute block of schedule so you could listen to something. That, well, you know, that, I'm trying to know, support trying folks. To I'm trying to support folks. Well, I always I support that. you. Yeah. Well, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, so, I want to support them too. So, so what we're gonna do now? Uh, we have beef, guys. Thanks. Yeah. So what we're gonna do is we're, number one, we're gonna play a little bit, a, a few, a minute or so. Little snippets of both podcasts, and so you can kind of hear what's going on. Okay, now we can't play it all for you because it's it's several minutes long. 
right. uh, in, in both and, and in, in li- three different episodes. And you're listening to the average Joe's, not them. Right. So, but what we're doing, number one, <laughs> go listen to both highly unapologetic. You and really Top should. Of the Chain. You should go check them out. They're great guys. Show them some love and support. And uh, and they have, you know what? I think that our give and take between our podcast and their podcast, it it really sets each individual podcast over the over the hill. You know, because really this, does. you know, we, because we're almost forty. Well, I mean, you might think you're almost forty. I mean, oh, I'm oh I'm, I am thirty-six. I ra- we are I'm, thirty-six. We round aren't up, we? and you know, and well, for whatever reason, I'm still thinking thirty-five. So I was like, yeah, we're straight down the middle. Now we're thirty-six, aren't we? No. Oh my gosh, how do you not know what age you are? I remember. I'm. I feel like it's very clear when you turn like a like a you know thirty or thirty-five, right? Yeah. Forty, forty-five. Yeah, yeah. Twenty, twenty-five. But like in you between, don't know how old you are. Dude, between 30 and 35, I was like, am I 33 or 34? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to need, if you are still paying attention, please, somebody critique Joey in words because he does not know how old he is. I think I'm 36. You think you're 30? How do you not know how old you are? Am I 35? I don't know. Why don't you tell me? When were you born? I was born in 1984. 1984. Yes, it was a cool, brisk January morning. That is correct. Subtract nine and four. Nine Nine minus four. Nine minus four is five. So you I'm would 35. be 35. Yes. Holy moly. That is ridiculous. You know, I like to play stupid when it comes to numbers just to highlight your skills really? as an educator. Now, you're almost 36. You got about two and a half, three months before you turn 36. Yep. I got about, I think I have exactly one more month after you. What, February 18th? I'm January, January 18th. January 18th. Yeah, February. And I'm March 18th. So I'm two months younger yep. than you. Exactly. I mean, it's uh, basically the average Joe's. So you know, it's a, it's a tale as old as time. Is it? Okay. You know, this is this is ridiculous. Don't don't start playing that Beauty and the Beast song yet. Bro. No, listen. Here you go. First of all, all you need to understand <laughs> is that Kelly thinks that you're a moron. Okay, and we appreciate Kelly. We appreciate the emojis. Thank really you, Kelly. Do. Thank I mean, you, and uh, shout out to T. Barker. Uh, yep. Yes, Mahomes. That was a tragedy for you, not for me this week <laughs> in fantasy football. So, yeah. uh, Air Five for playing that guy. Oh wow. That's good. Nothing but love. That's good. Hey, wrote one more quick shout out. It was quick. one of the worst games in the history of Thursday Night Football, wasn't it? Uh, I didn't watch it. Oh, well, that's probably because it was fair. one of the worst games. Yep, yep. Stacia's joined. Yeah, Stacia's on. I'm excited about a future episode with her. Oh, yeah? Black Friday. Preview. It's a surprise. Preview? Yeah, so. Uh, you know, we, we record on Saturdays. I know, but it, no, no. Buy more, pay less is a little little project of hers oh yeah yeah and so i was like my goodness i'm so uh thankful for all these deals that i see all the time i was uh, like we should do a black friday preview so the saturday yeah, before thanksgiving yeah so oh, she's gonna let everybody know about the deals and where to go spend all their money gotcha and one of those things hopefully she's gonna say is average joe's media merch yeah merch or because uh, nothing or says christmas like average joe's media nothing says christmas like the average joe's saying your name on their podcast to try to promote your business. Really? I mean, the gift that keeps on giving is advertising with Average Joe's Media. Absolutely it is. Maybe maybe we can have some gift cards yeah. for Nortex Electric, you yeah. know, as stocking stuffers you can get from yeah, them, you know, yeah. little vouchers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. some... Uh, John still doesn't know what he could give well, I mean, outside of, like, a hat or some, you know, well, some stuff with his logo. Here's the thing. Any time spent with love. John is a gift. He does. He gives love. He gives... He gives a good... He shakes your hand. He hey, gives you hugs. Oh, he absolutely does. You know, I mean, he's yeah. helpful. Yeah. He can pitch a really nice tent. May even pay taxes for every show. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so. What's a good thing we found a coupon. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. So what we're going to do here is we're going to l- have you listen to, uh, we're going to have you listen to the 
top of the dude. No, excuse me. We're going to have you listen to the highly unapologetic um, three different one-minute segments. Right. Just to let you know, okay. top of the dude chain is actually queued up, though. Yeah, I realize that. Oh, I thought you corrected yourself and said, nope, we're going to watch. We're going to listen. listen to highly unapologetic. Okay. We're going to listen to why. Uh, listen, <laughs> listen, you don't know how to talk most of the times. Give me one day, okay? <laughs> That's awesome. So, highly unapologetic is what we're about to listen to. And uh, we're going to listen to their podcast beef and why they have podcast beef with Top of the Dude Chain. Let me see if I can get it here real quick. All right, here we go. Are you as excited as I am? I don't know. I, I don't know. Are you, the, the anticipation is palpable. Okay, so here is here is the beginning of the call out by Highly Unapologetic, aka Hup. We're gonna have cheerleaders for football. Wait, you used to be a military? Yes, school? On, on all male military school. Wow. So, anyways, they get on there. They talk trash about A and M fans. How Texas A and M fans are um, entitled for nothing. A and M's never done anything for. A hundred thousand years, and still we feel like we are um, almighty. Yeah, almighty. A and M actually is a powerhouse is football team, I, and this I've and that, whatever. Heard it both ways. So, anyways, I let that one go. Yeah. And fast forward to yesterday, yep. and time travel. Texas A and M was brought up again. Oh, double whammy! Because Kirk Herbstreet on game day was talking about how. Uh, awful Kyle, or why do we hype up Kyle Field? It's not intimidating anymore. You know, nobody's scared to go play at Kyle Field. Are you talking about really the stadium? Yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. I just saw that recently, like question. maybe last why year, yeah. uh, when we went to Brian to play a tournament there. Mm-hmm. That field is humongous. It's, it's, it looks like a like a concrete. Right. You can see it. So that's, that's Highland Apologetic telling us what their beef is, at least in, in part. part. And so then... Then we hear, uh, then we hear a little bit extra, a little bit extra. Of, Just a scotch of why they have this podcast beef. Okay, this is uh, this is him explaining why uh, why he's a Philly fan and why Josh was talking about his Philly fanness. I'm I'm ready. Okay, good. It's just a that's. A horrible, a horrible idea of or argument of like why. a reason. So then they start talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. Or, or first they were talking about Andy Reid yep. and uh, how when they Andy fired Andy Reid, they didn't want to fire Andy Reid. It was the fans that they wanted to make the fans happy. Yep. So then they brought in Chip Kelly and mm. and and uh, <clears throat> one of the stop it one, <laughs> <laughs> one of the. One of the guys, Jeff, I think, he's like, man, Chip Kelly got there, dismantled the whole team. The whole team. He kind of did, though. He, well, he did, but then his comment was, but it couldn't have happened to that. a better fan base than the idiot Philadelphia Oh, he, he was trying to claim that y'all were too dumb to understand what was going no, on. No, we knew. He was just happy that we had to go through that. Uh, oh. Yeah. So. Okay. You're an I, Eagles fan? I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah, oh, have you been to Philadelphia? I have not. Well, how does that okay, happen? Okay, so. so that's, here, that's, the that's fair. Okay, so that is how they started Ooh. talking about the Eagles, and uh, and how 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 now they have a beef because top of the dude chain was talking about the Eagles, and then mm. the Eagles are Adam's team, and we don't hold that against him. We, I mean, we, we don't. We don't. 
Absolutely. I mean, to each their own. Mm-hmm. We celebrate diversity. We, we really do. We really, we really do. Because everyone knows diversity makes us stronger. It really, it doesn't it? It really does. Okay, that's what it I, does. I, I feel like it does. Yeah, yeah okay. so we respect his right, right to love those group of people. Yeah, a Philly. You yeah. have the opportunity to love and appreciate any yeah. sports team, any well, college, any, any organization. You can love them as much as you well, want. Well, you know, you and John have helped me get over my, you know, Aggie phobia. Yeah, uh, and to where I can say, you know, we what? appreciate that. I, I love Aggies. Yeah, yeah. Do you? In part. Oh yeah, you I love do. people who well, claim never, to be Aggies. Well, I'll never say gig them, but like, right. yay, go team. Okay. Uh, but uh, especially when they're playing Oklahoma. Right. Uh, but Philly, ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a tough one. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to be cheering for them this week. It, <laughs> go Cowboys. I'm not going to be cheering for them this week either. I'm going to be cheering for the Cowboys for sure too. But I, like we talked about the fantasy, I, I won't draft an eagle for my fantasy football well, team. Now that's a personal issue you have. Well, because McNabb screwed me all the time. Well, uh, well, he really did. Okay. Like any time, like it's just a curse, man. Like any time I bought squares for a game, we played the Eagles at McNabb. I would, I'd, I'd be to the point to where I was going to win like hundreds of dollars. And then do you remember that one game where he, like, fell and he was, like, almost behind quarters on the ground and he threw a touchdown pass, like, from, like, a sitting down position on the floor? It was horrible. I mean, it was really actually yeah, respect. Yeah, I mean, great, great. Yeah, he's a great player. Well, but okay, I, I would say that his, his statistics, his career statistics argue that he is a good player, not a great player. He went to a bowl. Oh, my God. Okay, so did... 52 other players on that team. Mm. Okay, Adam, that's I'm, my point. Adam, I'm, I'm trying to support you, bud. I'm trying I'm trying to support you. I went back and looked at his statistics, and he has an 86 career quarterback rating, which is all right. The greats have in the mid to upper 90s. So would you consider uh, Randall Cunningham to be the greatest Eagle quarterback of all time? Now I didn't go back and I didn't go back and compare Eagle quarterbacks. Adam, are you still watching? Who is the greatest Eagles quarterback? Of all time. Yeah, I mean, we're going to need to know that. If you say Carson Wentz, we're going to have beef. This will be a three-way. This will be a menage a trois of podcast beef. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, that's definitely an After Dark episode. Uh, 100%. So, last bit of what Adam and the Highland Apologetics say about, about Top of the Dude Chain. We did a lot of publicity. <laughs> I think so too, man. We did a lot of publicity for my boy Forty, and then he doesn't let me MC his event, and then mm. he did something else. So we put him on strike. So don't go listen to Top of the Dude Chain for a minimum of a month, my listeners. And in that month, we'll just come in and we'll we'll talk trash about them too. Caught you. Got yeah. it. And I'm not of, listening to an episode. So ha, have you listened to, to them? I've listened One to one. Yeah, yeah. they're pretty good. And here's yeah. and here's the thing about them talking trash about. The Eagles. My brother's a Cardinals fan. Oh. Well, that's, okay. that is kind of funny, too. That, I mean, I mean. That, that has its merit. It, it really, really does. does. So, uh, so let's listen to what Top of the Dude Chain said that got this whole thing kind of rolling. Okay. Now, I did not hear the, one, the first reference of the A&M uh, shots fired that Top of the Dude Chain right. said. I did, however, hear the one that he referenced about the uh, about Kyle Field. Oh, they hadn't won a game there. Well, they hadn't won a meaningful game. Right, right. Now, okay, I will. Now, that's what this is what Top of the Dude Chain said. However, uh, Highland Apologetic did say that uh, last year they beat LSU, who was ranked eight. That's fair. At Kyle Field. I mean, that's that's a big win. 
And I, I'd love for them to beat them this year, too. That would be nice. That would be nice. Okay, so let's let's take a look at uh, – so this is going to be top of the dude chain. Top of the dude chain. Let me see if I can find them here real quick in my library. And then uh, this episode is called Stick to Freckles. Ooh. Stick to Freckles. I don't necessarily know how they come <clears throat> up with their episode titles. So they're saying freckles aren't slippery? Do you, uh, you stick to them? I don't know if that's what they're saying. Or like don't, don't knock freckles. Um, I, don't, I, I honestly couldn't tell you what you're talking about. Well, while about. you're pulling it up, uh, so me and Adam are kind of on the same page here. Uh, he goes McNabb, then Cunningham. Really? Then Jaws, in that order. So Okay, okay. Well, well I, I would feel, say I feel like I've just bridged peace in the Middle East. I just agreed with okay. an Eagles fan yeah, yeah, yeah. about appreciating Eagles quarterbacks. Okay, now, I, listen, I wouldn't, I'm not going to doubt that McNabb was the gr- is the greatest quarterback to come <laughs> through Eagles history. I would say Randall Cunningham was pretty good, too. Randall Cunningham is one of the most well-known. Randall Cunningham has some of the uh, most innovative stats for uh, for a quarterback at his time. He's a preacher now? I, I didn't. I appreciate the segue. That was strange. Okay, top of the dude chain. Here you go. That doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. If, that, if that's not the scenario. Oh. Was that not I'm, the I'm pulling for the chance. <laughs> here we go. Here we yeah? Go. Yeah. Okay. This for one reason. Yeah. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. I read an article on him today. Uh, or, yeah, not today, but a couple weeks ago. Last week sometime. He doesn't and really know time frames. people. But it's okay. Because, you know, he was the offensive coordinator. It happens coordinator to all of us. Brett yeah. Favre was a stud of the league, and mm-hmm. the Packers were winning. Yeah, then he went to Philadelphia. With yep. Holmgren. Yep. Uh, as his old, and then he went to Philadelphia as a head coach, got fired, and now he's in, in Cleveland. Yeah. So they're doing a uh, – a Philadelphia st- was dumb, by the way, because, you know, they went to Chip Kelly – they reluctantly fired him. That's what it said. Yeah. It was more of a fan thing than it was more of a fan, i.e., the people who don't know what's going See, those on. Those fans are. Yeah. He reached the, I didn't realize I've this, but that. he reached Chip the, Kelly was terrible. He destroyed that franchise. Dude, this That's dude fair. reached the NFC That's Championship four years in a row and only won it once. Andy Reid. Yeah. But you know how hard it is to get to that game four like years Andy in a row? I, think and I misreacted earlier. I mean, you've got a legitimate coach who made Donovan McNabb look like a superstar because that yeah. dude was terrible yeah i mean, I mean so. he wasn't special i disagree yeah. with that. no He's so incredibly. Yeah, I really i'm a little worried player. mahomes i think is a little more special than mcnab was no okay no well i missed that part yeah okay so i'm i'm i'm, I'm jumping over the fence to, to highly unapologetic on that one okay so okay so he's he's talking about right now okay mahomes has only been in the league two years and not even two years one and a half years uh, mahomes is Mahomes is very productive for what he has done for his limited sample size. Mahomes is like Manziel and uh, what's-his-face that's in Cleveland right now if they could behave and keep their mouth shut. So, so excellent number producer people? Yeah, I mean, he seems like... You think... He's whoa, a, he's, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. You think, you think that Baker Mayfield would put up Patrick Mahomes' numbers if he would keep his mouth shut? And behave. And behave. What does that mean? Dude, both of those quarterbacks were extremely talented, and it pains me to say it to both of them. They were electrifying athletes to watch. Right. One was Play. from OU and one was from A&M. Yeah. Careful, so, careful yeah. with the thin ice you're on right I'm now. I'm waiting for lightning, fan. lightning to strike me. Uh, but no, but I mean, like, between their attitude and their behavior and they run their mouth and they're just can be, they can be toxic at times, they're never really they're never going to really achieve a whole lot. Like, I, I had high hopes for Mayfield. But I don't think he's going to. Yeah. So well, what I'm saying is, Patrick Mahomes, 
is the same skill type, in my opinion. You know, oh, that goodness. type of that type of quarterback. Listen, here's the deal. Patrick Mahomes did so much more in in such a short amount of time with so much less last year than what Mayfield has this year. Well, I think part of it's the coaching and I think it's the supporting supporting the support uh, cast, staff, yeah. Yeah, all around. Okay. That really enables the Chiefs to do really good because the Chiefs has been able been able to produce so you're, okay, some really wait, wait, great wait, wait, wait. numbers for a while you're now. Telling me, you're Mahomes. telling me those five or six 60 to 70 fantasy foot football point games by Mahomes was because of his coaching? Um, There's well, no, absolutely no way. that That's well, part well, of it. I know, okay, so as a Cowboys fan, I know this is going to be really shocking for us to say, but sometimes when you have coaching that actually build a playbook around the skills and talent of a quarterback, you can be super successful. I will tell you that – all of those scramble plays that he's successful on has is not anywhere found in their playbook. Not one place in their playbook is, hey, scramble around for 10 seconds and see if you can find an open receiver. Okay, what I'm saying, though, is is that if he was playing for another team that did not build their scheme huh. around that type of like high pace, fast pace college type yeah. game, right? right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. College. I don't think he yeah. would be that successful. Mm. Whereas I feel like McNabb had a lot of diversity. He could run, he could scramble, but he had a cannon for an arm. Chip Kelly could, did that. The, Chip could, Kelly built his team like a college team. It didn't a work fast, out too well. Not at all. So you're saying that that Andy Reid can Andy do Reed that. Andy Reid is a superior coach to Chip. Chip he Kelly's is a superior trash. coach, but but Andy Reid is not coaching his team like a college team. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have a college scheme. You don't think that their offense is built much like the college game, with that, with the type of support cast, with the, with the type of plays and the audibles okay. and the it and the definitely wasn't last year. Okay, well, I just don't think of Mahomes as a traditional pocket passer. Oh, uh, how many people are traditional pocket passers nowadays? Well, I just like using that buzzword because I'm a Dak Prescott fan. How many fan people says, oh, are he's traditional pocket, passer, pocket passers are there in the NFL right now? Well, all the ones that some people like. And How then, many is then, that? I don't know. I'm really Aaron losing my Rogers argument. Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. I'm losing my argument maybe, right now. I'm losing my maybe argument right now. I'm contending. Drew Brees. I'm contending that I'm losing my argument. But I still say that I don't think that Mahomes is the same caliber as McNabb. I think he might have some more athletic ability in other areas, but I don't think he was the leader or the game manager or like the um, uh, like game smart, if you will. Uh Quite like McNabb. Maybe he will as he gets older because you did make a good point. He's, He's one and a half young. years into the league. He's pretty young. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. So, ultim- but okay, listen. I think what Josh's comment is saying is that Mahomes, in the sample size he has, has done better than one of the best years as McNabb. Can I make one more quick counterpoint? Yeah, you bet. Okay, so um, Alex Smith. A lot of people don't think he's a great quarterback. Uh, there's a lot of people that do not think he's a great quarterback. That's okay. true. But with Alex Smith's tenure in Kansas City, they were still successful, and they were still going far in the playoffs, yeah. and they were still putting up numbers, and they were still doing all these kinds of things. So that's kind of where I was coming from. You've mm. had some quarterbacks there that most people would not consider to be like future Hall of Famers or world-renowned, you know, high top third, you know? But they've their production – has been consistent despite whatever quarterback is is there. I think that next week is going to be an amazing episode if you're going to bring up people like Alex Smith. 
and compare them to whatever we're talking about right now with Mahomes, McNabb, and all those other people. Well, if you're putting Alex Smith in the category of McNabb and Mahomes, you're fired. No, I am not at all. You, you are what I'm fired. Sa- no, what I'm saying is is that uh, Andy Reid has got maintained a consistent production out of that offense, out of that defense, out of the, regardless of who's quarterback in the team is what I'm saying. Oh. oh so so oh. so to say that um, Mahomes potentially is Alex better Smith than Alex Smith had some games where he did all right. I'm not saying he did bad, but do you think he's an elite quarterback? No. Okay, then. So if he's producing similar, he was able to produce. Not similar. Do not yes. say similar. Must Numbers say similar. were not similar. Okay. So we're going we're to do stats next week then, too. We're, huh? we, we're pulling up, so we're pulling up a, a couple stats. We are going to At yes. least. We're going to put up Alex Smith's top five games and Patrick Mahomes' top five games. Okay. And let's see how similar they are. Okay, but I also want to look at records and playoff wins. You can't look at playoff wins with a guy that's only been in the league one year. I can look at the. You can't look at the playoff wins between two quarterbacks if one of them has only had one opportunity of playoffs. Okay, but we're talking total number of playoff games. We're talking about ratios here, bud. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. This you, is, you're saying this math is teacher, ridiculous. Math teacher percentages. Percentages are irrelevant if the sample size is too small. You're welcome. You're welcome, multiverse out here, Whatever. learning some things about trying to figure out probability and statistics. Okay. Good gracious. Hey, you've only had one opportunity to make the playoffs. Let's put you up against somebody who had 10 opportunities and see if they, just because they have two wins in 10 years and you may only have one or two in one year, hmm, let's see if that determines greatness. Okay. It's ridiculous. We, I'm, you know what, we've, I'm developed, just, we've developed Joe's beef right here's now. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm going to let you have that one for right now because okay, I don't have good. enough information well, to debate you on I think it's because it. this just makes sense. But, you know, things you think you don't care about. Stats. Quarterback stats. Kansas City Chief players. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Okay, Can't so, wait until we bring up their old beef of Maricop and mayonnaise later. Oh, uh, well, okay. You're still wrong about that, by the way. Okay, America so, says I'm right. Well, America is wrong. My mom's watching the podcast half now. Of, She'll correct half, you again. Half of America thinks Trump's a terrible president. We'll get to that later, too, by the way. <laughs> I, okay. well, I think probably more than half at this point. Well, but, uh, well that's fair. Okay, so let's talk about Chip Kelly. Uh, be back with Andy Reid. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, that, that's the worst thing Chip Kelly did, in my opinion, was the, the first thing he did when he got to Philadelphia is he ran off Shady McCoy and Deshaun Watson. That's true. Or yeah. not Deshaun Watson, uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, uh... You know, those two dudes are still quality players in the NFL to this day. Oh, Jackson's back in Philly, and he's toasting everybody. Yeah, well, he's hurt now. Uh, he's isn't hurt, he? but he was smoking people. But he was, but he was. And and it's just a shame, you know, that – granted, I'm not a Philly fan by any means, but just Chip Kelly destroyed that organization. I get it. But, but it couldn't happen Kelly to a better fan, fan base. Uh, no, I agree 100%. <laughs> so, mm. unfortunately, that's, that's the fan base comment. Right it there. is unfortunate. Unfortunate for the whole world, man, because the things they did – I know. Just destroying the world in their I celebrations. Know, I know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, good dude though. Yeah. They say he doesn't cuss at all. Andy yeah. Said he doesn't ever yell. Right they mm-hmm. said, yeah. you know, yeah. it's he's one of those guys that. I just can't get over how much he looks like old Wilford Brimley. I know. It's a good place to stop. That's a really good place to stop. Okay, so uh, we can agree that Chip Kelly's trash. Chip Kelly was was one of the worst decisions in NFL history. Twice, actually, because the 49ers did the same stupid thing, too. Well, I mean, I guess just if that decision's made, whoever makes it is terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go Ducks. Uh, how about the, how about the 49ers ever. right now, though? 
I, mean, I still having a hard time like drinking understanding a that how they're as successful as well, they are right now. I, I thought Garoppolo was going to be just one of those things where it's like, eh, like okay, he's the greatest thing, and he went out. But I, he was, I thought he was going to come back and not perform nearly as well. And then the supporting cast there, a bunch of people I didn't like. Mm. But their GM, I forget his name. He was a former player. Yep. For the 49ers. Uh, is he in the Hall of Fame, too? I don't know. But then he went into broadcasting. Okay. But I forget the guy's name. Um, but I really like him, though. Yeah. So I think much like um, Ozzie Newsom in um, Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's going to be a big part of if they're successful, like why they're successful. Uh, making moves and stuff. And, yeah. And why? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he very well easily could get GM of the year one of these years, I bet. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. I didn't know if it was. I don't yeah, pay attention like, Jer- like the year that we won the rushing title and Garrett won coach of the year, I think Jerry won GM of the year. He's won that a couple of times. So that's a wow. thing. So Garrett has won coach of the year? Don't ask me why or how. Okay. Well, that's the reason why he's still here is because he has that on his wall. Uh, well. That's the reason why Jerry I mean, Jones keeps him around. Yeah, if we do after dark, I'll, I'll give my opinion on why he's actually still there. Okay. But uh, I'm, ready, I'm ready for a change. Okay, so I'm ready to hear about what Top of the Dude Chain says about A&M. Okay. Okay. This is where they're talking about uh, Kirk Herbstreet and the uh, the Good Day Sports Show, whatever it is that he does. Okay. Okay. Um. So it's uh, like do you follow this? Whoa. CC oh, very wow. close. Okay. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. It, I mean, what do you what are you asking? I mean, A and M's always. Did you hear? Did you see the uh, tape of of the game day crew. I did not see that talking trash about A and M. I did not. They're in the car, and you got this. Dude, you got uh, Herb Street, and then uh, I forgot the dude's name. It's not a uh, not the old guy not with. The old uh, guy. Uh, it's not Lee Corso. Not nope. Lee Corso, the nope. the one who runs it all. Okay, kind of got directs it all. Yeah, and then some other like a a station manager, or whatever, in the back seat, and they're driving. They're Tom Melly. How many big games is A and M won at Kyle Field? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> and he's like none. Yeah. Well, they beat Bama that one year, know. and they're like that was at Bama. Mm. Yeah. You know, they, like they haven't beat anyone Shoot. legit they in Kyle Bama Field in a long time. Yeah. And they go, they they're starting to talk, and and uh, and her, it gets to the point where Hersher goes, listen, listen, man, I'm not saying it's not a great environment. I'm just asking, is it an intimidating environment? And the dude in the back seat, just this big fat Mike Golick looking dude, is like, nope. Nope. <laughs> we pump them up. They're nothing. And, they did, and it's on tape, and it got released on Twitter and all oh, that. Oh, wow. So, but. Poor A&M, man. I mean, it's true, though. Again, couldn't happen to a nicer I mean, fan base. <laughs> God, I know you love hearing that as a UT fan. Well, I tell you what, though. Um, what I can't, well, I don't know a whole lot about A&M games because I've literally only ever watched A&M when they play Texas, so I haven't really caught a lot of AM games except for last weekend when we went to uh, Rodeo Goat with uh, everybody after the craft fit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, that was probably the first AM game you, I've watched the, since the most the last of Texas. any one AM game. Yeah, because yeah. like whenever. Uh, Did we watch the whole game? Was it over by the time we left? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't remember. It was, I think it was over pretty early, unfortunately. But well, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, hey, yeah. Texas. I mean, we lost I, too. So. Bama's good. Bama's good. I can't Bama's, stand them either. I, I can't stand Bama either. I, Bama's I just, like the is like the Patriots right now of college football. But you know what though? Here's the th- thing with though. I don't respect um, what's his name, God's gift to college football, the same way I respect Belichick though. Okay. What's his name? You're probably in the minority there. I can't think of his. I can't think of the name of that coach. 
He came up to the uh, NFL for yeah, like a um, year. Yeah, Florida, right? M- uh, Miami? Something like that, yeah. I think, yeah. For like one year and was like, man, I'm going to go back to college. <laughs> yeah, for me, they're like the Yankees. Uh, they're trash, but they're really good because they have a lot of money. Yeah, so that take is, that, Yankee fans. I mean, fair. seriously, that's it. I mean, yeah. like, if everybody had no, money I, I think, like the uh, Yankees, then the no, world, I, you know. I think Josh, top of the dude chain, is a Yankee fan. Well, you know. Are we trying to, are we trying to get cross podcast beef? I'm not trying to create a beef. I'm just saying. I think, like, you are, I think, I'm just I think saying, subconsciously you all are. All I'm saying is, okay, thank you, Adam Walker, Nick Saban. Yes. Uh, not a fan. But uh, <laughs> but seriously, though, if, if everyone else had money, like the Yankees had money, yeah. then um, – Yankees wouldn't be the greatest team of all time. Now, like old Yankee stuff, though, like man, old Babe Ruth and stuff, like loving baseball yeah, growing back up. Back then, there was no money. Well, I'm saying back they old Yankees. Yes, I know they're like they're famous. Back then, they're, there was only like eight teams. I'm saying the old Yankees. Yes, I can get behind them. That's really great. I mean, we grew up like knowing their stats and everything, and like they're it's wonderful, right? But like modern era Yankees. Ugh. So you're talking about like the '90s Yankees Braves. Dynasty, yes. like, oh my all that stuff. Like, that oh, happened. hey, look who's in the World Series again. It's the Yankees, you know. Like, and the Braves. The Yankees and the Braves played each other several times. Yeah, the Braves were, were never had a, won. Had a, a pretty big run for a while. Yeah, well, they never they never won against the Yankees. I don't think. They maybe once, maybe once. I don't know. The Yankees pretty much swept anything and everything they did whenever there was whenever yeah, we I were in our you know probably. early preteens and teens. Outside of after the. Um, Oh, was it McGuire and Sosa? Yeah. Outside of their home run thing. Yeah, that happened, what, in around 2002? Yeah, I yeah. pretty much kind of fell off of baseball for a while okay. until the Rangers. Um, that was also a huge steroid era talk. Yeah. And that whole steroid era overshadowed anything and everything going on in baseball. Right. So there, I, I picked it back up, though, around the time uh, that we started making to the playoffs and winning pennants and going to the World Series. 2010-11? Yeah, that was fun uh, stuff. Like nine, 2009 to 2012 for Texas Rangers was fantastic baseball. It really was. It was a great time. Yep, absolutely it was. Uh, I mean, as we digress, it was to the point. You know, we were what one out away. It was fun though. Do we take this? I think we do. Okay, we take this. Okay, uh, so uh, calling in, calling in, and he does not know he's going to be on the air. Maybe he does know. I don't know if he's watching. Hey, John. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? That's good. That's good. We uh, we locked up for today. We, we four o'clock. We are locked and loaded, locked ready to go. Locked and loaded, bro. Oh, oh, are you on the podcast right now? Absolutely, we are, and, and as are you. So are you. Surprise. Okay. Happy oh, day, ladies and gentlemen. John Jacobus of the Gingrich Group calling and making his first official phone in. Realtor of the stars. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad you did too. <laughs> Well, I do always. I do always. Yeah, well, let's say that. Let's say we always, right. always keep it clean. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, 4 o'clock, Texas Day, Brazil. Moscow. You're in, yeah? I'm in, 100% okay. in. I will be there, 4 p.m. Okay. Um, I'm going by Costco to pick up some Texas Day, Brazil gift cards. I, I, I told you. I wanted some also because it's pay, pay 80 bucks, get $100 worth of gift cards type thing. Yeah, so that's... I don't know how much it is, but... Um, well, that's yeah. that's one of those things we like we like saving money, you know. And we yes. and this is just really speaks to John's credit. If he's this frugal in life, yeah, he's gonna be that frugal for y'all. He's gonna make sure that you're you get the best deal possible for your best house. deal possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I'm gonna negotiate. I might negotiate these gift cards down to 
75 or 70 bucks. That's all he's I'm like, saying. He's like the extreme couponer. That's right. Of real estate. He really is. You know what I mean? Like, like people are going to be giving you money to buy their house. That's right. With John Jacobus at the Gingrich Group. Absolutely. Amazing. Amazing. I, I can't hear anything that Joey's saying. It's okay. Just, just well, everybody well, else can. And you, you'll hear you, it later. You'd be weeping tears awesome. of joy, John. Yes, I will. I'll yeah. hear it right now. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Right. That a boy. Okay, John. Four o'clock. We'll see you there. See you at four o'clock. All right, man. Hey, hey. Send hey. me the location. Send me the location. Like, which one? We're going. Uh, Addison. Addison. Yeah, like all things in Addison, it's on Beltline. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. All right, man. Bye-bye. Man, we need that soundboard to hear the applause button. Like, yay. Yeah, that's right. That's There's right. John Jacobus. Okay, so. The Gingrich Group. We kind of got derailed a little bit there with John, but we appreciate John. John is, John's amazing. He really is. Yeah, I mean, I mean great. realtor of the stars. Okay. Realtor so, of Average Joe's Media. So, uh, top, of <laughs> top of the dude chain. Top of the dude chain. I just like interrupting <laughs> Holy him Lord. so much. I'm going to do another hat change. I'll be quiet now. So Top of the Dude Chain gives their rebuttal, a little bit of a rebuttal. Their latest episode released uh, on October 16th. Happy birthday, Top of the Dude Chain. Two-year birthday for them. Feliz cumpleaños. Yeah, we're about three days late on that, but that's because we record on Saturday. Well, you know what? It's the thought that counts. It really is. So uh, first they introduced that it's their birthday, their two-year official two-year birthday on the 16th, and then their episode here is called What's Beef? Apparently we have beef with my brother's podcast for some reason. Oh really? Yeah, I love how he introduces it. So apparently he didn't like. Apparently he took the comments that we made about the Aggies and the Eagles personally. Oh, well, they both suck. Which is a typical Aggie well, and Eagle fan to think that we talk about someone Shots in general and take it personally. There's a shot no attempt them. there for reconciliation. So they boycotted the do chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably first of many. So I'm yeah, sure I mean. For about a month, at least. By, and I think in, in between by uh, boycotts, yeah. they should really yeah. just all listen to us. Speaking of teams that I think suck, that's fair. I think I'm about to jump ship on the Cowboys. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. it. So, in, yeah, when y'all segue. are boycotting each other's fan bases, y'all just come over here. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're, we're the Switzerland. That's right. Okay. Uh, we got a, John apparently had unfinished business. John's excited. He must call back. Hey, John. Hey, y'all still on this podcast? Yeah, we are. Yeah. I just heard some A&M bashing going on. Okay. I don't want to pop in there. Am I late or what? No, no, no. This is a this no. is a podcast beef between uh, the top of the dude chain and uh, Highly Unapologetic. And who's on the Aggie side? That's what I need to know. Highly Unapologetic, uh, Adam is a A&M fan. He's also an Eagles fan. Is that who's, oh, well, is that who's on right now, Mr. Adam? No, no, no. So we were just listening to their latest episodes. But Adam will be here oh. next weekend. Adam will be here next weekend. That's right. Adam and Jazz. Okay. All right. That's well, right. I like Adam from an A&M standpoint. Absolutely. So uh, you were listen- You heard Top of the Dude Chain, uh, you- or you probably heard Top of the Dude Chain if you heard A&M bashing. Or Joey. No, I've not It could have been, been Joey. I have not. No, I've spoken. Oh. Tell John I've spoken of my love for AM now because of John Jacobus. Is and, that right? And the Joe Boo. No, you just you're you love AM fans. The, the, because the, the of best. us. Yes. You didn't say you love AM. That's fair. Yeah. Well, I, I think that he needs to love AM. I, and I think that I think that we made maybe I'm wrong about this, but didn't we make some sort of wager about uh, why? 
Oh, so yeah, so yeah, OU law, yeah, OU won, yeah, which yeah. means he's got to wear something maroon. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Okay, I got well, something. I, think, I got something here. He might be able to wear today at lunch. Oh no, Leonard. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I need it to be on a podcast. Oh, my so. goodness. Oh, you want it on a podcast. Okay, we'll, we'll make sure that happens yeah. next week when Adam's here, who is an A&M mm. fan. So, yeah. I'm a man of my word. If you're down, I'll, I'll get you a uh, A&M hat also. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's Ooh. good. That's, that's, mm. It's got to be big. <laughs> I, well, I do I have a big know, head. I gave him my, my Gingrich hat, and that thing didn't quite fit. No, is it, is it uh Fully buttoned out all the way. Uh, yeah. So if I if I were to squint, uh, then it would probably blow the back out. So, but I'm still trying to pimp it, guys. I'm really, I'm trying trying awesome. to look good, like, trying to look it nice. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's but good. hey, but for real though. But I, it, oh, I cannot talk. I also like my koozie. Yeah. I've been uh, putting it around my McDonald's cup at work every day this week just to you know make sure it's a great talking point. Right. Hey, why do you have a koozie on McDonald's comp? Well, because I'm repping Gingrich Group, guys. Yeah, yeah. Gingrich Group needs the rep. Absolutely. It does, Absolutely. you know. Absolutely. Nothing goes I, with McDonald's cups like Gingrich. Go Aggies. Yep, go Aggies. That's right. That's right. I agree with you. All right, man. All right, man. All right. <laughs> but. Okay. Why do I make bets that I lose? Uh, well. This is this is where Auntie Joyce says, you know what? I would imagine that you made the bet not intending Don't to lose. Don't gamble. Yeah, Adam, uh, he will be invited. I don't know if he'll be able to make it. He will definitely be invited on. This is almost, I mean, we should just, man. We're going like, to need another like microphone and a bigger mixer. I mean, well, hey, you know Speaking what? of what's going on oh with that, boy. we have a podcast studio. Um, Upgrade. Renovation? Would it be a renovation? Yeah, renovation, I think. Yeah, we're renovating. We're going to have like uh, like a four-way table. We're going to have four monitors. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and everybody's going to be able to see any kind of Facebook comments that may be up. Joe's going to be the uh, coordinator of – do you have an HDMI cable in that computer? I right do, there? my friend. So he's going to be the coordinator of who sees what on Facebook. I like it. And so make sure he's not uh, – make sure he's keeping it clean, first of all. That's what's, that's what's up Ooh, there. Always. And so, um, you know, I also want to make sure that I, I shout out to uh, my niece, Emmeline. Oh, It's her birthday party today. Her birthday is actually the 24th of October. But uh, but I believe today's her party. I'm going to be making a small cameo before dinner, nice. maybe after dinner, depending on how things go. But it uh, is almost three o'clock. But so. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, <coughs> Feliz Cumpleaños! You know, hey, yeah. speaking of, so can we do one more birthday shout out? Real Absolutely, quick? it's always birthday shout outs. We should always. Do so that. you know, we had kind of a special thing happen this week. Yep. Um, once upon a time, there were two guys named Joe and Joe Boo. Yeah. And uh, they were reunited with some long lost friends. Yep. And uh, they learned of a of an Aussie named Dean Lewis. Uh, yes. And uh, they were like, "Wow, what a great guy!" Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, he's fascinating. Yeah. Um, Singer songwriter extraordinaire. Yeah. And uh, what if? Just what if? What if? Um, we said, "Hey, Dean." Enough. Hey, Dean. He would say, "Hey, Joe's back." That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. And uh, Let's see if I can find that. This magic actually occurred this week. Uh, where he said, you know, I'm going to send a video message to the Average Joes because I'm a fan, yep. and uh, I appreciate their support. He did say that. He did. I, we're going to let you hear his words. He said words something there. like that. Well, I mean, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. You know, if you were to translate it from Australian to English, I'm pretty sure he was like, go check them out right now. They're awesome. Right. But his birthday's coming up, actually, on Monday. His birthday's on Monday. Yeah, turning the big 3-3, I believe. Is that right? Yep. Man, I don't know how to work the iPhone here. All right, here we go, guys. Okay, wait, wait, wait. 
What's going on? Oh. All right, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Are we ready? Listen to the greatness. History's being made. Okay. Dean Lewis, the Australian greatness singer. By the way, if uh, if you vote for the Australian Emmys, yes, we're gonna send a link out later on right. where you can go on as you're as though you're in Australia. Yeah, vote as if you are from Australia. All you need is a flag that you can get from Amazon. I'm telling you what, or three foot uh, tall inflatable kangaroo name right. Dean, or a gigantic didgeridoo. didgeridoo. Okay, here you go. Oh, there's. Oh, wait, wait. I don't know if you gotta do that. Oh, yep. There we go. That's got to happen. Uh, hold on one second. The technical difficulties here. I apologize. Technical difficulties. I got to get through it, and then we're going to listen to it as it loops. There you go. Hey, it's Dean Lewis. I just want to say thank you so much to the Average Joes for all your support. You guys are amazing, and hopefully I can meet you guys soon, and uh, cheers for all the shout-outs. See you soon. That's right. So cheers to you, my friend. Yep. Cheers to you. Cheers and happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy uh, early birthday. Happy early birthday. We're going to actually do a little birthday shout out for him later. That's right. That uh, uh, the infamous, famous, wonderfully lovely yep. Kirch and sisters are actually going to be sending yep. uh, a series of them on his birthday to kind of make his day special. Yeah, make it a special day. Uh, Tammy Miller says hello. What's up, Hello, sis? Tammy. We, I mean, we appreciate you. I hope you appreciate us. Well, I mean, who doesn't appreciate Tammy? That's yeah. that's really, you know. That is fair. That's how I feel about it. Absolutely. Grip calling her sissy. She's like a big sister. She's yeah. my cousin. She's yeah. wonderful. Okay, so, guys, I mean, as you listen to the top of the dude chain, highly unapologetic beef, who's in the right, who's in the wrong? You know? It's tough. I, you know, getting back to the, the last part of that about the Kyle Field thing, you know, um, I, we went down, was it our sophomore year that uh, the soccer team almost made it to state? I think it was. Uh, um, which soccer team are you talking about? The boys soccer team. Was it sophomore year? The maybe? boys. The boys. What are you, who are you talking about? There was a statement made in the podcast beef about Kyle Field not being intimidating and this, that, it's grandeur, blah, 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 blah. And so then one of, I think Jazz had mentioned that he had gone down there and seen it because for a soccer tournament recently okay i was going to echo his sentiments because when we were in high school the soccer team made it i think to like the quarterfinals or the semifinals and it was in college station and i don't believe it was at Kyle oh, Field, but it was the next south to garland yeah. Soccer team. Yeah, 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 that, yeah yeah that was around 2002 yeah yeah, yeah and so good. we went down there for that and that's the first time i'd seen kyle field like actually in person sure and um i gotta tell you it looks awesome it's a massive stadium it's a great stadium yeah and uh and it's an awesome environment. I don't. You, you've probably never done this. I've done this once. Uh, they do this thing called Midnight Yell, mm. and it's uh, pretty much the day before the game to get right. ready for to get ready for the game to hype it up. It's like a it's like a gigantic pep rally that is in Kyle Field, and uh, they have I forget what they're called. There's going to be a ton of people I know that uh, go to A and M or have been to A and M and have done this. But uh, they have yell leaders. I believe that's what they're called, yell leaders. And uh, are those the ROTC guys? Yeah, basically. Adam, appreciate you. They actually said they're about to record, so uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, we get a little, uh, we get a little resolution on the podcast. I'm, I'm, I'm can't wait to listen to it that's on right. the way to dinner. That's right, Adam. You take care and uh, let us know how that goes, and, and we'll, we'll uh, be tuning we'll, in. We'll see you in a couple of days, man. That's right. So, uh, so, anyways. Um, it is one of the coolest experiences. I don't care what fan you are. Just the experience itself is neat. So uh, so I went down there. Uh, I think I was dating somebody at the time that, that went down there, or I went down for 
uh, something with a fraternity or something. I don't remember what it was, but I went down and I got to be a part of, of that Midnight Yell extravaganza, and it was, it was, it was really fun. Well, the thing about it is, is like all, awesome. all, all joking aside, when it comes to, to state schools, um, and really, like, you think about quintessential, iconic things in Texas, regardless of what team you support, what school you went to, you have to respect A&M. It is an institution, and it really does have a great fan base. Uh, same thing, you know, with Texas, and even, like, you know, and knowing a lot of people that went to Tech, it sounds like that was a great environment, a great group of individuals. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Sure, so absolutely. Like, it doesn't really matter. No, no. I mean, as long as the environment's there. Well, and then plus, I mean, like, and again, I'm a weird person. But if I had to, if I had to, I'm always going to support something from Texas outside of anything else. So That's true. That's true. So if so the I, national championship game was Alabama versus A&M, which will never happen. But if he it said was that, that, not me. Can two teams, well, I guess two teams from the SEC could, could go. I was just thinking that they couldn't. Oh, see, I thought you were saying <laughs> No, no, no. I, th- I, th- I was I, just thinking I heard two teams it, I from the SEC. I automatically heard it as derogatory. No, no, no. I'm just bad. thinking two teams from the SEC couldn't, couldn't be there because well, one my, would inevitably knock the Well, other my out. dream is Oklahoma and Texas in the national championship, and we destroy them. That's like that's yeah. like okay. a high. Well, Ben, I guess I could. So what, what, who, was the last, who was the last national championship game? Alabama and? Auburn? Auburn's in the SEC, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, so okay, I was wrong. Well, I, I mean, wrong. let's face it. Like half the teams that make it to the stupid rigged playoff top. system are always oh, in the SEC. It's rigged. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, well, I will disagree with that. I thought it was. I thought it was like, better than the bowl system. I believe that. Was in that place. Uh, well, it's still rigged, in my opinion. Okay. Um, I, I think it's stupid. Four, four, seriously, four four teams. That's not a playoff. It's a semifinal. You know what I mean? Like I hate okay. they call it a playoff. So do you think it needs to go to eight? At least yes. Eight. Okay. Yes, because top the, eight uh, teams make it to a playoff, and they play three games to exactly. win the championship. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's that's my personal belief. Yeah. And I think the Big Twelve needs a better better shot. I don't. I, okay. If 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 a Big Twelve is getting a better shot, then it's then it's definitely rigged. No, it's not, dude. Yeah. If you're giving somebody a better shot, that is rigging no, uh, a competition. Me, I apologize. Let me say. A hey, fair you stand shot. a little closer. A fair see shot. if you can make the basket. A fair shot. We'll give you the same amount of points as somebody shot. else who's trying to shoot from half court. A fair shot. I'm saying a fair shot oh, because okay. for whatever reason, those people on the little, all the little per- persons that vote every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Texas is not getting near the love that they should. I'm just saying. Man, that sounds like a homer kind of statement. Well, you know what I mean? Like, back in the day when we should have multiple... Texas is not good right now. Texas has not been good for, like, the last two or three years. Well, Easily. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, people say that, though. But, like, for example, uh, back in the early 2000s to uh-huh. the mid-2000s, we should have had several national championships, but we didn't get any love. You know who did get some love? Who's that? Um, USD. And you know what they were doing? They were cheating. They were cheating, and all of it's been taken away from them. But it doesn't help the fact that we didn't get the opportunity. So well, you, mm. well, you did beat them one year for it. Yeah, and that yeah. was the most people. If you ask, that was the greatest single greatest college football game ever played on the planet. Really, I would argue that with anybody. Uh, would you argue that the the whole game was great, or the last quarter was great? Uh, for me personally, the whole game was great. Well, the whole game. Because I didn't you have won the whole a, I game. didn't have a voice for like a week. It was, it was seriously one so of the greatest was it, things ever. Were you reacting to that game the way I was reacting last year when I won fantasy football? Uh, probably more so. Okay, okay. But you know what? And then the only thing cooler than that really was actually, uh, was it two years ago, running into our old classmate and teammate, um, coaches at Naaman. Yeah. And actually getting to hold that ring. <laughs> wow. He had it on. Oh, Antoine Hobbs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had it on. That's right. 
sitting in the Shout out to Antoine. Antoine's a good dude, man. Dude, he's awesome, man. Yeah. Good people, but yep. like he had, I mean, the thing was heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like it weighed five pounds. It probably, it, it's beautiful. I'm not going to say it weighed five pounds, but it was beautiful. probably very heavy for a small piece of jewelry. Well, I mean, you see the Super Bowl rings yeah. and other championship rings. I've never actually seen one in person, yeah. let alone got to hold it and like, ah, you know, it's pretty awesome stuff. Okay. But uh, but getting back to the whole uh, the field thing, I think playing at Cal Field would be pretty cool and yep. pretty intimidating. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't they, the the Yale people, right? Yale leaders, I believe is what they call So didn't I read somewhere where I think I saw some type of like special or something to wear? I don't know what the, you mean. The, those knee-high boots they get like as seniors or something, like they're handmade. It's a big deal. Probably is a big deal. There's a whole lot of things in AM that are a big deal, and like I, getting your college ring. It's a it's a huge deal up there. It's not a big as big a deal in other places. But no, but like I've no, I've I've known someone to actually do this, and I've heard several stories. If an Aggie finds another Aggie's class ring, like at a pawn shop or something, like they go through extreme links to get it back to its original owner. And like I've actually known, I, I've like I mean, when it's we a were huge a kid, deal. Um, I don't remember who it was, but it was some family friend or whatever. They found the ring. And they were, I mean, it was before social media took off, so it was a little bit harder. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, said. extreme, yeah, well, that's fair. Um, extreme links, though, uh, to try to return the ring to its original sender. So, I mean, you have to respect something like that. Yeah. the Some of the traditions that A&M has established over the past, pretty much since the inaugural year of the school, are pretty astounding. So, do you want to bring the bonfire back? I think that that would be awesome if they could. I always thought it was, I mean. The bonfire was an amazing, amazing architecture. I mean, it was great. And they had, what, one accident and they shut it down? Yeah, I, did, I didn't really agree with that, though. because It's, that like, it's like somebody who dies on the Texas Giant and then they shut the ride down for good. You know, that, well, that does not do, happen. They, we could do a whole podcast they fix on the Six ride. Flags, though. They fix the ride, there's no more accidents, and then they keep it going. You know why? Because it's a moneymaker. It is. Was the bonfire a moneymaker? Eh, they may have made a little bit of money on something like that. Well, but no, it wasn't. It was the event. It was the atmosphere. It was everything that was A and M. Well, yeah, and like Texas that week would do like the candle lighting. They had their own, yep, similar type of thing. That's true. Thanksgiving week, it was good stuff. I really think that they should play again. I know we were talking about with John last well, week. Well, I he, think he that that's no. scheduled for next year, isn't it? Well, I know that like, or it can't be scheduled. It couldn't have been scheduled this year when the talks were happening because it was too late. Well, I know that every year since they haven't played, there's a whole bunch of people with the Texas State Legislature like that spend time when they're in session oh. <laughs> arguing about making it like a, a government decree that they're forced. Those to play are each the other. two biggest schools in Texas. So I mean, for them not mm -hmm. to play each other, it's like Auburn, Alabama, not getting to play each other. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. Isn't there also some rich history too, where like the the big time Alabama coach didn't he then move to A and M or was he originally A and M? I'm not going to presume to know that I have any idea what you're talking about. I have a friend. Well, you, Jeff's been on, yeah, uh, or uh, commenting yeah. and stuff before. So Humber? Like he, yeah, Humber. Yeah, yeah, he's from Alabama. Okay, big A and M fan, but uh, his wife's family, big a or excuse me, he's a big Alabama guy from Alabama, and his wife's family, I believe, is A and M, and so. I usually, I've, over the years, I've seen a lot of, like, A&M, uh, Alabama information shared okay. during football season. Okay. And so I think I remember that, like, where there was a coach that both teams shared. Oh, there's, there's a possibility of that. I mean, the school's been around for a long time, both of them. But I think it's, like, their iconic coach. Uh, kind of like the um, Lombardi of college football, or at least of their. Oh, I see. Well, that's John at dinner. He'll okay. probably know. Like a name like Bear Bryant or something like that? That's the guy. Bear, Yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't he coach at A&M, too? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Which which first, A&M or, or Alabama first? I'm not going to tell you that I okay. know that one. All right. 
Oh, hey, real quickly, a uh, little bit of a couple more shout outs, real quick. Just come, Tammy. Sweet comments. Thank you so much. We're glad that we make your day. That's right. That's really one of our goals. Well, she said some of the topics. Well, I mean, we appreciate sure. any days that we make. I bet you. I bet you she doesn't like hearing about morning routines because who really does? Who really does? I don't does? know. 140 something people like hearing about uh, it. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know what? Maybe 130 because I've only listened to it about And twice. then uh, I saw where Brandy joined a minute ago, too. So what's up, Brandy? Brandy Parvin. Yeah, yeah, Brandy. But you know, speaking of real quick, I got just some other fun little tidbit to share. <laughs> um, because what would a podcast be without me randomly going off topic with a fun little tidbits? Okay. So, you know, speaking of mm-hmm. what people do like to listen to and don't like to listen to, uh, I got some pretty fun stuff to share. I've already posted, but I, I just want to make sure all the listeners at home are aware of it. Okay. So when you think about, like, who is Average Joe's Media, right? Like, oh, who's yeah. the... Who's the average person that says, you know what, I like Average Joe's Media. I'm an Average Joe's Media supporter and listener. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you might say to yourself, is it just here around Garland, uh-huh. Rowlett, Wiley, you know, just the Metroplex? Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not really. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, like, I know we're, we're, we've surpassed being a local and regional uh, exclusively only thing. We've kind of gone a little bit worldwide. We're a worldwide entity. Is what you so think. season three, we're on episode nine. Yep. Okay. So last ten episodes. Okay. So that goes back to the last two episodes of season two. Yeah. Because this picture was taken before today. Yes. This picture was created. These yep. stats. Yep. Yep. Because we were talking about stats earlier. Yep. So average Joe's media is being listened to currently in five continents, eleven countries, thirty-two states and provinces. In 13 cities. And I'm screwed, not 13, Seven, 73. 73 cities. Yeah, when well, I, saw, I saw it looked like 13 also, yeah. and I was like, that's well, not was, very it impressive. Was a, it was a cool new font, yeah. and then afterwards I was like, oh. I, I went back and looked at the stats in the original font just to see what it was. Very yeah. High, and it's yeah. 73. Yeah. And so it was we're, we're talking. We're it talking could be more mul- now. It really could. We're talking multiple time zones around the globe. That's yep. We're all over the place. Like any part of any day, average Joe's media could be playing somewhere. It really that could, awesome but here's the thing. About. So we, awesome. So I think one of our goals between now and season four, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yep. Um, is I, if anybody, <laughs> this is going to be a big ask. Um, we want we want to be played. We want to be listened to on all seven continents. Yeah. So if you are an average Joe's media fan traveling to South America. Yeah. But, well, we need to get some help with maybe like we need to have like an, an Espanol version of the podcast, like an Espanol. Uh, predominant right uh, episode where we're going to be speaking in both languages, um, so that maybe we can get some listens down there because like we we have not had we haven't really broke through South America yet. Right. Okay. But Antarctica. So I'm shout out to the military. If, if you have a loved one in the armed live forces in Antarctica for any extended period of time, yeah, or whether it be just one day, or you or your loved ones are in the military and they're yeah. going to be you know like maybe they're in the Navy or the Coast Guard or something and they're going to be doing some type of training exercise or something, just say hey, listen, in in the midst of defending our country. Um, and doing really important sciencey stuff. If you could just with your location turned on, listen, <laughs> pull up and go an to Antarctica. Go to Antarctica. I mean, if you're going to be around, yeah, you know what I mean. You're going to be, you know, freezing your tail off. Well, you know, I mean, there's like, uh, you know, ice caps melting and mm-hmm. uh, polar bears and penguins and stuff. Yeah. So if you're out there kicking it with all that, you know what I mean. Like if you're Al Gore. Yeah. You know, hashtag global warming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, we need you to listen to an episode just and let us know so we can capture the stats then so yeah. that we can demonstrate. We're in all seven continents. All seven continents. Wow, okay. That's, you know? That is maybe the biggest possible ask anybody could have. But you know what, though? Everybody thought we were crazy. When we for, first started this venture? Yes, and okay. they even thought we were even crazier because they're like Dean Lewis. He's Australian. He doesn't care about the average Joe's. Well, ha-ha, <laughs> joke's on you, suckers. He just might. He did. Yeah. 
He's a listener. That's that's fair. You know, we also have one in uh, in Tasmania. Yeah, I noticed that. That's pretty cool. I listed all the cities. Mi- oh, you did? Middle East? Yeah. So cool. Yeah. It is. Mike, what's yeah. up, Kuwait? That, well. Get yeah. it? Kuwait City. Yeah, Kuwait yeah, City. That's right. So, uh, okay, so, you know, we had we had Fun this stuff. podcast beef that we, we wanted to kind of dissect a little bit. I think we did. I think we did a pretty good and job. And I think that, I think that uh, there's a little bit of... There's a little bit of uh, maybe overreaction on the highly unapologetic side because... Are you calling them sensitive Sandys? No, what I'm saying, I said a little bit. First of all, from what I'm saying is those comments were not intended to be personal attacks. That's fair. And then the second thing is that uh, the... Pretty much anybody has the right to agree with or bash any any team sports franchise was it really bashing though i mean there's a little bit of it that was i think it was like some bashing like some. a&m is terrible and oh, right. things like that yeah. the eagles are terrible things like that i mean th- those type of phrases or th- those messages got sent out there for sure but you know what the cool thing about beef is yeah emily cochran joined uh she's we're gonna mention her here in just a second we are yeah absolutely we appreciate her uh, participation earlier very much so um, the great thing about beef, though, is is beef gets people talking. It really does. It really does. It really does. So, and l- if it had been for said beef, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Would we have three uh, global podcast enterprises, um, all being cross promoted? Yeah, and That's true. Uh, you know what I mean? And really uniting, mm-hmm. you know, uniting a fan base of people because they want to know what's, what we're beefing about. Yeah, what's w- being beefed about? They, w- they want to know the beef. They want to know what's the beef. They want to know the beef, and from they want to see if they got beef. Some Facebook participation. I don't. I don't know how we're running on time. How far we're going to have to do beef we're, part this, two. This will be a, this will be a small introduction to this potential issue, because I think that we're going to have a, <laughs> a full, full episode yeah, dedicated might, to this. It might be Chris's uh, coronation as the first five timers club because I mm-hmm. he was pretty giddy yesterday. He was, and this was something that he really really wanted. Yeah. So, um, so I, I think sl- he said he wants to make our podcast great again. I think he did. And I'm like, whoa, bud, we've always been great. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So, uh, I'm I do not follow <laughs> politics. That's fair. In any way, shape, or form, I do not have political views that I take a stance on in any way, shape, or form. Matter of fact, when I posted this, uh, it was pretty much just to try to understand why people are arguing or why people hate. Donald Trump, or why people support him, and all, because I don't know, and I don't have an opinion one way or the other. He'll never talk politics with me. I won't, because it's it's ridiculous to talk politics with someone, with, with two people who are not involved in politics. It is ridiculous. All you're doing is asking mm. for, give me your opinion. Oh, here's my opinion. I'm going to cross a line, you're going to cross a line, we're going to argue, and we're probably not ever going to agree to disagree. Robert Smith, I appreciate you for saying that. I know me and you kind of got into back and forth a little bit, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't hateful in any way, I don't think. But uh, Civil it, discourse. It basically just it reiterated his point, and to his credit, he said people basically just don't ag- ever agree to disagree. Because politics will never, ever have commonality between two people who disagree. Well, see, I think that you're partially right, but uh, this is why the Sheeple podcast tanked because we, <laughs> I think we, we've come a long way from being able to talk about politics. That's fair. So, um, 
but what, what here's what I'll say, if I can get the words out. Yeah. Um, is that we don't have enough of people having civil discourse. Our country was created by civil discourse. Uh, I think that is a, a credit to Emily. She she mentioned that people can't have a intelligent and uh, I'm going to use the word calm civil discussion about politics. Well, it's okay to have somewhat of a passionate discourse at times. Passion but, is fine, but not to personalize it is yep. really important. And so I was going to give a shout out to to Leanne. Oh yeah, um, she was a group part of a group of individuals from across the country that really became. Um, uh, family to me uh-huh. uh, from a venture uh, years ago called Life and Times of the New Middle Class. So mm-hmm. if you ever see that acronym riff reference, it's just a it's a cool group of people. And the the premise behind it was is uh, back um, during Bo- or Obama's first and second campaign, yep, um, election campaigns was during that time is to try to get some people across section of America together to have a conversation and just talk about exchanging ideas because around that time, you know, post nine eleven. Um, we, you saw you saw it pick up during the Clinton administration with where media, you know, you start having cable news and stuff, but then social media gets on 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 the map, and now it's just oh my gosh, everybody believes everything that they read. No, there's no question about that, and which is the reason why people cannot have a discussion. But but so I, that's where I agree with you. But the counter to that though is is that people need to start having intelligent conversations because nine people out of need 10, to start having intelligent conversations for more reasons than just politics. Well, no, but when it comes to your local, your state, and your federal governments, um, from the federal perspective, at least, most of those people really don't care about you. They don't care about me. Yeah, that's why no, they that's, don't have. That's why it we're in the situation we're in. From and, those perspectives, that's the reason why I do not have political affiliation. I, I consider myself to be a Republican, just from the definition of what Republicans have tried to stand for over the past two hundred plus years. But I don't. I've voted twice in my life. See, I've does only, that tell me that? Does that say that I'm really a Republican? Because I'd well, be voting all the time if well, I was truly I, I'm Republican. Gonna, I think. Well, no. I think that we should make that a goal then. That uh, we we do a little broadcast. Get, you know, getting towards the election time, and we both go vote. Oh. I know. Seriously, like I'm going to take. Uh, I'm taking Jordan with me this year to go, so he can get the experience. My 18th birthday. Um, there was a primary election, and so like on my actual birthday, I woke up, walked across the street from the school, um, and I got to vote for the first time, and it made my life. Really? Why? Because, Because man, you got to check a box that no. potentially somebody didn't regard? So, like, it's, it's in, in all sincerity, there are people today in 2019, mm-hmm. it's going to be 2020, that don't have a say and how their how their lives are ruled over okay and 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 what takes place in the country there are people actually still fighting to the death being killed over things that we take for granted so incredibly no so question about that so my perspective is is uh, I, I used to when i was younger i had much more extreme points of view so i was like if you don't vote then you shut up you, you know you lost your right to have an opinion as i've gotten older i realized that your freedom of speech is also is also uh comes with freedom of silence yeah. You know what I mean? There's there's yeah, all different absolutely. ways of civil protest, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I've only not voted in one presidential election, and it was in, in one particular circumstance. I could not vote for either candidate. I just physically could not. Which one was this? Uh, this was Obama and Romney. Okay. So based on could whatever their not. platforms were, you could not get behind either one of them. Uh, you could not, like, get... Let's say fifty percent of yourself behind any one of them. 
Well, I'll say this. Um, one was uh, po- politically. I, I could not support them with um, a lot, some of their agendas, some okay. of their, their policies. Sure. And uh, there was another one that I could not um, I could not support in that position given um, the paramount disagreements uh, in ideolo- ideology. Uh, excuse me, I can't talk. Ideology. Ide- yeah. Uh, that I had with that individual, so it was really rough. And then so because could you just be specific? Well, nobody's going to judge you on an election that happened almost eight years ago. Well, I just went out to touch. I want a ten foot pole, but I'm so we'll say that for after. So what I'm saying is all what you're saying. Who could you not get behind with their agenda, and who could you not get behind with their ideology? So like Obama, I I think I would love to have like you know like grab a drink or a bite with Obama. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a wonderful father and a husband. And I was so excited when he spoke in Bush's second uh, election campaign. He was the keynote speaker at the DNC. Okay. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is the second coming of Kennedy. So charismatic, so intelligent. It's like, oh, this is so great. I th- personally think his first time he ran too early. Okay. Because uh, he had not, in all the many things that he'd accomplished in his life, he had not really held down any type of executive leadership positions. And I was afraid, like, you know, like, th- there's some skills. So that could, that could be, like, even in business. Yeah, okay. yeah, you, did, you know. And sure. he was, a, a, you know, just starting out in, in the House, in the, well, Senate, I believe. Yeah, Senate, I think. And um, so I just, like, man, I just, mm, I don't know. And, you know, McCain, I had a lot of respect for McCain, so I, I tried to support McCain in that one. Okay. Um, and then the second go-around, really, my biggest rub with Obama boiled down to um, – the ACA, Affordable Care Act, uh-huh. um, because it's it's not constitutional. Like, okay, I will fight. I'll argue that with anybody. You, the, nowhere in the Constitution does it say that the federal government can order and direct and require uh, a citizen uh, to engage in commerce. Can't do it. And I know the Supreme Court ruled the other way, which still shocks me to this day uh, that Roberts tipped it, but uh, is what it is. <clears throat> but to that extent, I mean, I support a lot of the pieces of the affordable character there's a lot of good stuff in it okay i just don't think that uh i'm not a socialist and i grew up on welfare and medicaid and um okay. i worked really hard to make sure that uh <laughs> i have insurance so i, I didn't like the experience right okay. uh, so anyways we're not that's a whole nother podcast so Mitt romney you couldn't get behind his ideologies no what was his ideologies <clears throat> i we well i mean again this is in a non-judgmental way absolutely um i fundamentally um, I am unable to find common ground uh, from a spiritual standpoint with his particular faith. Okay. And so from that standpoint... What's his faith? What's his, like, religious belief? Well, um, I, th- I don't know what it is specifically. He, well, he's a Mormon. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, and, and again, nothing nothing against Mormons at all. Okay. I just, I personally... Couldn't get behind that. No, I, there's... I, I, the time, at least. Did, again, you, did you think that too much of his... I'm going to use the phrase Mormonism would influence his decisions that he make as a president? No, I think for me it was more along the lines of um, as President of the United States of America, you have extreme power, right? You you have the ability to send us to war. You have the ability to launch nuclear weapons, right? I right. mean, like— There's all the, kinds of stuff that you can do as the president. Possibly, Executive order. It possibly the most powerful individual on the face of the planet in human history— would be the President of the United States of America. I mean, second to only possibly um, at different times, you know, like some of the other foreign powers. But uh, uh, because I don't, I was unable to understand 
right? You know what I mean? Like the rationale and logic um, behind some of the tenets okay. of that particular faith. Okay. I said, you know what? He seems like a great guy. You know, I couldn't I, get behind him. I, well, you, you I agreed. Couldn't... I agreed with a lot of things, but that particular that little thing, like in in the darkest hour, yeah. I know myself. I'm going to go to my faith, yeah, to help me. Okay, you know what I mean, to help me make sure. the right okay. decision sure. and stuff like that. And so, and nothing against him or his. I just it was a disagreement of I, I couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around it. So I said I'm going to abstain this year, and I really regretted it. Okay. So like last election, like most of America, uh, I was. You were uh, torn. No, I'm just pushing rock in a hard place. It was the lesser of evils, that's, man. Uh, that's the def- I yeah. mean, that's the definition of the phrase. You were torn. You, I mean, you could not decide. You were torn. Part of you wanted. Part of you was like, you'd go here. Part of you said, you'd go here. Or you were like, I don't like either one. Well, the thing of it is, is so like, uh, I'm. I don't like this one. I don't like this one. Yeah, I like to be. I like to consider myself an American. Well, a Texan than an American. Uh, but then before Republican. You like to consider. Are you not an American? No, no, I'm saying I Are don't. Are you not born I, here in America? Uh, I don't like labels. <laughs> I never liked them. I think it's a problem in our country. No, seriously, like you're not, you shouldn't be a Republican and you shouldn't be a Democrat. You should be an American, right? Ah. And as a Texan, you know, like I'm a Texan first because. You're born you know, in Texas. Well, and. And you like UT. Well, also, I love, I love t- the Republic of Texas, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I get you. So I actually like, have like a, like a, a model piece of paper with the. With the Constitution of Texas as it was originally drafted, that I got from the Alamo like last year or something. Dude, I plan to frame that thing and put it up, but I got to first find it. Number one and number two, I got to figure out how much it's going to cost to frame it. It'd be worth it, That's, man. But it's one of the coolest things that I've ever gotten. Um, I have to show you sometime. We went, we stumbled across. We were taking a trip back a couple of years ago from Corpus. It was just me and the kids' first time. We just us, uh, not with Kelly and Brian, had gone yeah. out of town. It was a wonderful trip, but I decided I didn't want to take thirty-five back, so we took this back way all the way back. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really great. We went through a bunch of small towns. Did you see like the Alamo Recreation? No, but oh, we, but okay. we wound up in Goliad, man. We oh, went really? To the, the, yeah, the Goliad Massacre. Oh, yeah. And then there is um, there's a mission there, and it's the oldest intact mission, I believe, in North America, or maybe yeah. the oldest. And it was beautiful, man. And it's actually where the original, the first Declaration of Independence was actually written. Really? Um, before Stephen F. Austin's draft. Really? Yeah. So wow. Grace was That's very nice. To sit there in that small little room and watch the poorly produced historical fi- reference film in their little chapel that me and the boys were salivating over. Uh-huh. We got to walk the grounds and touch cannons and and go inside, um, you know, the iglesia. It just was just it was. That's beautiful. the one thing I can't. I do not like. That's the beautiful. beef that I have with the Alamo, is that it is so industrialized around it, because you yeah. know everything started popping up, businesses and land was bought and all kinds of stuff. It was so industrialized that basically the entire landmark of the Alamo is is whittled all the way down to the chapel. Well, I would encourage you guys if you if you like history to go check this place out. It's it's they've built neighborhoods around it, yep. so it almost felt like a little bit like old Garland. But the the but they've done a really 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 good job of keeping the grounds plain, so it's quiet. You know what I mean? Like it. Um, it's not really ostentatious. It's not really in your face. No, I yeah. mean it, and it's. In a rural residentialish area, yeah, okay, enough to where there's like not a whole lot of noise. And when you're in the ground and you got the walls around, you can see like the holes, yeah, in the walls, like where they would stick the guns out and everything. Oh yeah, um, it was really, it was really beautiful, man. Like yeah. it really was That's powerful cool. stuff. But speaking of the Alamo, though, I will, I'll go admit I'm probably breaking law here, but uh, you know the signs that say "Don't touch the Alamo." 
Like you're not supposed to touch the inside of it. Oh yeah. I did. Yeah, of course you did. All over that man. Rubbing my face. It was just amazing. I didn't really rub you my face. You were making on love it. to the Alamo, is what you're saying. Dude, can you imagine? Dude, that's an awesome place, man. But did you realize that the uh that the roof and all the uh, like everything at the top part of the Alamo wasn't there originally and that right. uh, a military garrison came in well after the Battle of the Alamo, built it to have like a second story for storage and all kinds of other stuff. Right. I mean, just ridiculous. That it's it's not ridiculous that it happened. It's my point is is that there's so much history that is now lost because of the industrialized part of downtown San Antonio. You know what I mean? Yes. And instead of making downtown San Antonio five miles off to the right or left and having a, this secluded area of uh, of the Alamo and it would still be a tourist attraction, it would be even cooler because you could see the actual place where William Travis got shot first and everybody else was still alive. He was like the first to die. You could see that place. You could see the place, the little, you could potentially see the place where there was the uh, the wood wall, the wooden wall that they defended, right. where where Bowie, uh, not Bowie, uh, Crockett. where Crockett basically had his uh, had his men over there trying to defend that side of the of the, the compound, and then uh, the chapel was like the chapel was the last resort. Yeah, it was the let's fall back to the chapel if we get overrun. Well, I got to tell you, if you, you thinking about um, Texas Revolutionary history, yeah, um, it just it gets me fired up. Dude, like I. It's incredible. It is neat. It is. It is. And one I know of the there's neatest. a lot of people have so many, you know, hot topic opinions that I would love to politely shut down um, about it. Uh, but if you think about it, though, um, yeah. what started our country um, was people. I mean, well, okay. I mean, you're going to have some people on the extreme side of argument say like, "Oh, it was social, economical, you know, big industry and uh, industry and all that other kind of stuff." But industry. there was, yeah, yeah. I make, I make, word, I make wrong syllable. Uh, SOS Husto, hombre. Yeah, SOS Husto. But people were seeking freedom of religion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And freedom so, of a lot of things, first of all. But well, that's fair. Was one of that's them. fair. But do you realize that... But um, do you realize that there are missions and there are people teaching religion out there? Yeah. In this freedom of religion find? Yeah, but do you realize that to come over into Texas, right? Yeah. One of the conditions was you had to convert to Catholicism. Really? They didn't allow. They did not allow. Mexico didn't allow freedom of religion. Uh yeah, and then you had the whole like taxation without representation, and the, the whole thing just really Which went is a whole lot sudden. like what the American Revolution. Exactly. Okay. So, like, I mean, dare I say, outside of the thirteen colonies, what's more American than Texas? I mean, that's fair. That is that is extremely fair. Uh, same thing with San Jacinto Monument, man. Oh yeah. You know, I just oh, it's insane. Neat dude. stuff. Some neat stuff. Uh, so, you know, getting kind of back to the 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 beef. Trump. Yeah. I, I don't have one opinion about Trump one way or the other. I think that it's neat that he has no real – he had no real political affiliation in terms of office or anything like that. He well, probably had – he had affiliation with politicians, but he doesn't have any, like, history. He was bestie with the Clintons, and he was a long-term I, I guess my voting point Democrat is and supporter. But. He, voting Democrat and supporter. I guess my point – Maybe affiliations was the wrong word. I mean, like positions. And I, I wasn't he trying to be no, argumentative either. I'm just saying. He but had like he no was political positions. No. Before this, so he his political influence was minimal. His own personal political influence <laughs> was very minimal. Well, I think that the ironic thing here, and I want to be clear, I voted. I'm, I'm own it. I voted for Trump. I don't 
regret voting for him because I could not have ever voted for Hillary Clinton. Okay. She's a self-publicized socialist. Uh, she's a criminal. Okay. And she's responsible for a lot of deaths. So could okay. not get behind that. I tried, gave her a shot, but uh, just couldn't get behind it. Anywho, uh, but with Trump, though, uh, bless you. Thank you. Um, the, uh, you see, he's allergic to politics, guys. I am. Um, I cannot. This is, a, this is probably about to make me break out in hives. So uh, anyways, so the thing with it is, is that Trump was going to clean the swamp up from all the lobbyists and all the uh, private interests. Right. But he himself has been private interest his whole career. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so uh, that's a little bit ironic. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll just for kicks and I mean, my thing on the whole Trump thing is, is like there's a lot of stuff. If you take if, if you take everything away, a lot of the uh, policies that his cabinet and his administration is doing, a lot of the decisions that are being made are actually positive and nice ones. Uh-huh. But I will say they're like the two things that kind of turn me sour on him. Like, I, again, regardless of if I like the person sitting in office, I do re- still respect the office. OK. But um, his. Well, there's so many things, but uh, one of the, the straw that broke the camel's back was his oppression of freedom of speech through his social media posts directed specifically towards um, NFL and other sports ownership uh, to their employees and their Colin players. Kaepernick stuff? Yeah, here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For him to, as a sitting president, a defender of the Constitution, for him to suggest, say, endorse, and try to lobby uh, for businesses to fire their employees and punish them for exercising their freedom of speech. Yeah. Is yeah. was beyond um, appalling to me. And now, like, I will tell you, I will tell you that as a employee of a business, of any business, of any enterprise, you lose personal freedoms. You lose personal constitutional freedoms if you want to retain that job. I have it as a teacher. I have things mm-hmm. that I cannot do, or I will lose my job, and I may be constitutionally sound. But I'm representing my school or my district, and if I represent it in a way that is unbecoming of what leaders of that school or district think, then my job is potentially in jeopardy. So as a business owner, you don't have to grant freedom of speech in order to grant a job. But as a private business, you cannot require an employee to participate in a religious or political you cannot, exercise. you cannot require them to participate, but you, but you can not keep them employed, especially in a state like Texas, where it is a no-cause firing state, or a, I think that's what it's called. Well, I w- you well, don't have to have cause to lose your job in Texas. But that's, well, that's a whole other podcast, too. Okay. Uh, but, uh, so, but I understand uh, what you're saying. He's a he's a political public figure trying to. He's the leader of the free world. That's my point. And then he is he's trying to uphold the Constitution. So if he says anything against the Constitution, it comes off as he tried to oppress and suppress freedom of speech. Right. That and that that to me, it's really funny. Like all the other stuff that's that has come out, all the other things that people are getting behind and why yeah. they hate him and this that and the other and why they want to impeach him. I'm like I just don't understand why more people like true Americans, yeah. patriots didn't take a higher offense to that specifically. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the other thing is, is, is and while he was not responsible for creating the protocols, the procedures, or the policy manual that get made provisions for, in some cases, children to be separated from families when detained okay. at, at border crossings. 
He didn't. Uh, he didn't uh, initiate all that. His well, he did initiate it. His administration didn't create it, okay. but it was not. Okay, that's what yeah, I meant. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but his choice, uh, whether it had been to initiate it or his choice to get behind it, like follow it, to yeah. follow it, yep. to leverage it, and to even make some of the comments as though it was punitive, to me that that is when we, it went from like I disagree with you po- to politics, to where now I have no respect for you as a man. Okay, because anyone that would try to punish someone using their children as a parent. Yeah. I cannot tolerate okay. somebody who uses children, especially someone else's children, try to influence a situation, be a deterrent or have pun- or to be punitive. So Okay. Now some great things. But some, like, mm. I think that there's potentially some details that need to be expounded upon or potentially uh, were left off in that where the whole side of every story needs to be brought to light. No, I don't disagree, but if okay. you take statements plus lack of action okay. plus denial of indisputable facts, you get the man getting on the wrong side of an issue. Okay, and that, that's potential. There's, there's potential. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of people that probably have uh, similar points of view for different things. Yeah. But the flip side of the argument is, is like I don't have a problem like respecting someone else's disagreements if it actually comes from a place, right? Right. But like if you're just jumping on some bandwagon, drinking some Kool-Aid. I mean, obviously, I'm still going to respect you because it's your freedom, mm-hmm. but I'm going to have a hard time engaging in conversation with you. Oh, okay. I'm going to have a hard time... Um, you're going to have a hard time... Listening. I'm going to have a hard time listening. Because you're a bandwagoner and you don't... You're only there because there's something that caught your ear once, basically. Well, have an intelligent conversation with your own opinions. Don't yep. be a sheep. Yeah. I, sheeple. Hashtag get a... Be a so, shepherd, get a stick. So, uh, okay, so the question that I posed on... I posed it on my own personal... And then uh, I tweeted it, and it went to Average Joe's Media. So uh, Frank Bingham, this is the one comment that I wanna I wanna bring to life out of all this. Shout out to Life and Times of the New Middle Class. Frank is is, okay. is part of that that crowd. So uh, he said something that I thought was great. My question was, uh, oh, I just did something. My question was to trying to get some clarity. Trump supporters versus Trump haters. What's the beef? That was it. I'm trying to figure out what the beef is. And that, you know, K Carne. Also also because of today's podcast. K Carne. Right. And is that so how you say in Spanish? I think Frank so. said one is folk one group is focused on results and the other is caught up in their feelings. Both are oppressed to a degree. The freedom envisioned by the founders has been lost. And I thought that that was an excellent way of of saying what the beef He actually he this guy actually answered the question. Yeah, and Leanne, if you're listening or when you're listening, you need to go check that out. And because I think we, you of all people, are going to be like, "Wow, Frank." Yeah, those were poetic words. Frank, Frank and Leanne haven't always agreed. Okay, well that's fair. So I think he actually answered the question. Once I posed the question, there were people like, "Oh, elegantly too, or eloquently." Thank you. Uh, I I like to say. I had several people like, "Oh, you're about to get in a lot of hot water, or you're in for a a roller coaster, or, or all kinds of stuff." And you know what? I was because there were people that started bashing Trump. And bashing his person, like things he did in his past, and I'm like, well, that has nothing to do with his politics. And so they're just you can still not like a person for can, their, their personal decision. That's, that's completely fair. You don't have to love President Trump because he's the president. You don't, you you don't have to love him. You don't have to like mm-hmm. him ever. But his personal characteristics, like his personal behavior, doesn't always affect his um, execution. Can of his I office. say that? I, can I say and make it a legitimate argument? I'm not going to vote for. Joe Biden because he's old? Is that a legitimate stance? Absolutely. To me, no. It's ageist, but... 
It's not a legitimate stand. And that's my point, is that who cares what the person has or did? Is he doing things right or wrong? Is his politics right or wrong? And that's that's where I that's where I have a trouble. Like I can't do politics. I can't well, do it because a, it's it's personal to half of the people, and then it's actually political. But nobody can really tell me anything that's going on. It's kind of like uh, I, I know, like so many things, uh, people's truth oftentimes and perception is is uh, in the eye of the beholder. What well, you're looking up, like you're you're ready to. I'm looking up like I'm ready to slap you for saying people's truth. I know. There's only one truth. See, I, you know, here's the deal. So, you know, we've talked a little bit our, like, between ourselves, right? There's beef. Where, Beef's about to happen, ladies where, and gentlemen. Where I've, um, I've been struggling lately uh, just because I'm, I'm recognizing um, that my, my perception and my, my positions on things are, are evolving and changing over time. And I used, you know, it used to be a lot easier uh, if I could put things in a bubble or a box and if things were much more black and white. But as I've grown and I've, as I've experienced things and as I've met people and discussed uh, other people's experiences, it is, uh, I mean, there's always a right and a wrong, right? There's always good and evil. There's truth and lies. There are truth and lies, but there is a lot of gray. There really, really is. <sighs> is no, there? it really is. It really is. Yeah. because it, Did it, you steal or did you not? But did you not in episode one or two, I believe it was episode one, of the the revival, how do you how do you feel about Jesus? Okay, was it episode one or episode two? I, you know where I'm talking there's about. There's three of that's three of them. Okay, where where just it was. Call me on call me on it if I'm, I'm stepping not, out of bounds. No no no, I'm not. I don't mean this derogatory. I'm just trying to say like you've actually made this point, and I think I I could have commented to you. Oh, are you talking about when judging people? Yeah, I was like, I need to, I need to, I needed to hear that. Like I felt, you know, like okay. sometimes you hear something and you're yeah. like, man. That really meant a lot to me with something that I was currently like sure. you know, thinking about. And I'm that, glad I could help you out, Jeff. Dude, I love it. I can't wait to, to where I'm able to come over on a Monday and join everybody. That's right. Um, so if you haven't checked it out, America you and the world, you really need to. Uh, good quality uh, stuff. How do you feel about Jesus? How do you feel about Jesus? You can love but, uh, him. You can hate him. But I'm just I curious would, on why would, and what I would highly advise how. not to have hate in your heart. But um, Agreed. But anyways, uh, but you had basically said... On some things, like uh, there, some things are wrong for people, and, and and those things might not be wrong for other people. Mm. And I'm probably mis, I'm not, I'm probably packaging it differently. Yeah, you're than you packaging do. it differently. If I think it's wrong to drink alcohol, I shouldn't be drinking alcohol. That's fair. Okay. It has example. nothing to do with truth and lies. Keep going. Well, it has doesn't nothing it? Nothing to do with doesn't truth and lies. If we're still, uh, doesn't it though? I really feel like it does. Because that's that's your truth, isn't it? I mean, don't you think some people when they say this is my truth, I'm living my truth. They're talking I want to slap them. those people. No, I do. I normally okay. do too. I normally do too. Yeah. But um, like I had a conversation with. Uh, but those com. Okay, listen. First of all, those comments are typically in the ballpark of gender discussions and lifestyle choice discussions. That's what those statements are made. Well, I don't. And there is one truth. About any and all of that stuff. I, we're, we're just we're ripping the bandaid off today. Listen, here's the deal. John's like, why when am I sitting in the parking lot of of of, <laughs> of Texas Day Brazil? <laughs> Listen, I'm, all I'm saying is I can't. Grab I can't your popcorn, just, bud. I can't mm. just jump out of bed one day and then say, you know what? I'm gonna be a dog today. Okay. Do you understand I, what I'm saying? Oh man. So many words. Okay. 
No, I mean, I really, because, like, no, I would love, God, God's honest truth, I would love to have this type of discussion. There's a couple of these After dark. Of, After dark. Well, no, no, no. There's a couple <laughs> of these discussions. Um, like, uh, I've been, I don't know if I told you, there's been so much that's gone on this past week. Yeah. But I've been talking, uh, messaging quite a bit with Terrence Singleton. Okay, yeah. And I was, I was talking to him about kind of like what we, we attempted to do in our last episode. Oh, yeah. In Oklahoma. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we decided, no, it's not really. It came off a little It was not uncouth. Good, yeah. But between conversations with him and then seeing some of the exchange, especially like, I, you know, like Johnny, if you're paying attention, I'd love to have both of them come on and yeah. us discuss some of those topics. I stayed up till midnight the other night watching the live coverage, like in, in the council chambers yeah. for Fort Worth Council and watch all those people. I'd love to have Johnny on. Johnny Clark? Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a figure in law enforcement he really is and he's got uh, some stuff on social media he's trying to do now too like with a page where he's oh, no, trying no, no. to he johnny he's not in law enforcement anymore is he in private security now no i think he's like a deputy sheriff that's what it is there's somebody that is from our class that started off as a police officer in some capacity and then now is in some kind of private security i don't know we have a lot there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of people in our class that have Served in the military and then also uh-huh. gone on to be first responders yeah. and various. That could capacities. have been what it was. Could have been in the military and then jumped yeah. over into. Yeah, but uh, but like that'd be a great conversation to have. Um, I'd love to. Talk, I mean, I think we could probably try. Yeah. To skate that thin ice of talking about that because no, I I don't. It's not thin ice if you can have a civil conversation. Well, no, like I listen. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit down here and say that I'm not gonna make such bold claims to say all one type of people do all this thing and this and they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law right. because they're all one type of people like I, that's ridiculous everything in life is situational correct and so you know there are pe- things people do right there are things people do wrong and uh and you know what there's punishment for it in some capacities and you know what sometimes the punishment is just sometimes the punishment is unjust yeah, that's a whole nother one we could do, too. Absolutely. Just versus unjust. Sure. I mean, we're just coming up with titles right now. Off well, the, I will say that it, anybody who's watching and listening, uh, just for the record, if you want to ever join yeah. a dialogue about some of these things, you need to hit us up and let us know. Yeah, absolutely. So that you can come out and stuff. Because uh, even, because just we're giving a few more shout outs and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you caught the thread, but uh, there was something I thought that was profound, an article that uh, Peyton Settle shared. Okay. Uh, it was on about stress and anxiety. You know, and the mental health topic. And he suggested, hey, guys, you should do one of those podcasts that, get, you know, talk about stress and anxiety itself. And uh, I said, man, that's a great idea. We tried with mental health. We tried with mental health and we, did, we didn't get to get that far deep into it because it's such a broad conversation. Yeah, it is. It's and I broad. told him, I said, you know, you whenever we, we do that, we should try to schedule that yeah. and have him come on. And, and, you know, there's been some other people that have expressed their experiences uh, in various different comment threads and stuff. And I'm not going to name their names, obviously, because it's their life. Uh, but, you know, I don't want to speak for them or their experiences, but if they were would want to come on, it'd be really good. I think we could have a great dialogue. And also, again, one of the things we love about having folks come on is we get to meet new people and we get to catch up with old friends. And I, I haven't seen Peyton in years. Absolutely. Um, so, well, you know, feel you, free to, to, to hit us up and right. we can have we, we want to keep it fun and light. Oh, that's right. But uh, things we want to have a good time. And listen, if you cannot have a good time in a in a serious discussion, if you cannot keep yourself lighthearted, then. You need to really reevaluate why you're even having the discussion in the first place. Yeah, and it can be really easy because yep. me and Joe Boo have gotten defensive, and by by we I mean me more times than him. Absolutely. Just by accident, if you will, in some of these conversations. But I think the great thing about us dialoguing about so much stuff is it's really uh, put us in a place where we are a lot. We listen a lot better. Absolutely. 
because we have different perspectives. Because we've played podcasts back that haven't made it to air where uh, I heard something different than you. Yep. And it caused a chain of events or vice yeah, versa. And we go back. Of some kind. Yeah, and we go back and we yep. re-listen to it. And then we're like, okay, now I understand. And we gave each other context. Okay, this, now. This is why we didn't go live until like the end of season two. Is right. Because we had was, to really get our stuff somewhat in sync. Yeah. Yeah. There know? was a couple of times that it was not kept clean when uh, right. mics were dropped and, and thrown yeah. at certain situations. But the good news is, is we would, we would kind of like hit the reset button That's and right. we would explain context to each other yep. and we gained a better understanding of how each other thinks and what makes us tick. Yep. And Absolutely um, we did. nine times out of 10, uh, in a lot of disagreements, both parties really do have the purest of intentions. Absolutely. Um, it's, I don't believe people wake up and say, man, I really want to like, you know, pee somebody off. Can we say pissed? Yeah, that's sure. Okay. Yeah. Piss I don't want to piss somebody off. Yeah. There, well, I, I did I, it too. Thank you. You bet. Make, make you feeling at home right now. Well, no, I was just saying, man, like we're, we're like, this is, no oh, man, I, I know we got to wrap up because we've been on for yeah. two hours. But like, well, so here's. We, but I mean, we're gonna we, we're gonna we're gonna have to get some comfy chairs so, so we can kind of like lock in if we're gonna start talking about. You're not comfortable right now. I feel great. No, I'm no. That's why I'm kicked back a little okay. bit, man. Like I'm okay. So I'm, we found a rhythm here, bud, really and I'm, I'm kind of in a groove right now. I'm, so I'm liking this stuff. There's some other things that uh, that we want to make sure we talk about before we leave today. We got just that's about correct. about five more minutes, and then we got to go eat some amazing beef. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, meat, it's what's for dinner. actual actual beef. Um, so and goat cheese. Listen, I don't care who you are right now. I don't he care. Really doesn't. I don't I'm care if you're he listening you on and listening and watching on Facebook. I don't care if you're listening to the podcast later on. I don't care if you call in and have a discussion with us or text or put this on Facebook. Miracle Whip and mayonnaise are the same thing. Miracle Whip and mayonnaise. You need to maybe reference our previous argument. Miracle Whip and mayonnaise are the exact same thing. They are both oh disgusting at their root, and then they should be Mercy. banned. They should be banned condiments from any menu. Man, you're gonna, you're gonna. Oof. That's what you, you love it. You wait till I get completely relaxed and poised, and then you can go pull a trigger like that. Yeah. Uh, shout out to me though. You were concerned about me consuming my sixty, what sixty or hundred twenty ounces worth of beverages with yeah. having to run down the hall. Yeah. I made it two hours. That's right. What? You have not gone to the restaurant. What increasing right. the, the the bladular stamina there? Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> the sphincter muscles stronger is what you're saying. I, I don't go out of that one. I don't think. But okay. Well, I think sphincter? I think that biologically speaking, we, there's a several sphincters in the body. Really? Yeah. We're going to have to dive into that. Yeah. I think they're so like, if we have any I think they're trained the, medical professionals. I think there's all the muscles that control. There are all the muscles that control valves of flow of things in your body. So your heart has a sphincter? I, I believe so. I think all the arteries. That's fair. I think all the arteries and veins have, have a sphincter that controls blood flow. Okay. I think I also that, that urine and. Uh, your urethra? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and the. Hashtag things you didn't care about. Care about and the anus. The anus? Has a. Has a sphincter muscle. Yeah, around the hood. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that I, I saw something that there's like 300 sphincters in the body. That's We're going to have to yeah. fact check that between we now and next time. We may have to fact check that. I feel like I saw but that. Maybe so that just was uh, to help me with my Crohn's. So, <laughs> well, I mean, shout out to Crohn's, shout out to diabetes. Hot right. dog right here. That's left right. top. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I can't reach. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I'm slashed back. But anywho, um, so here's the thing with Miracle and Mayonnaise. We're going to try to find the hidden video. Okay. From the average Joe's birthday. That video was so horribly made. You could not keep the phone straight. I was so excited. You tilted it, and then you then you retilted it, and then you bent it forward excited. and then well, brought it back. Well, people have to bear with me because you know the what? The point of view was awful. 
from that camera video. Yes, it was. It was well, so yeah. horrible. The point of view being expressed was awful, too. The point of view that Miracle Whip and Mayonnaise are the exact same thing. You can't tell I, me. It, we proved it. You were faking it the whole time. I was not faking anything. How could you not tell? You put, you put, oh my gosh, you put two dollops. I did, I was out of it. You recommended. The average clay. Somebody put two dollops clear of stuff. One of the two. You put a dollop of Miracle Whip and a dollop of mayonnaise on a plate. I was blindfolded. They distinctly smell differently. I was blindfolded. I did not know if the plate was turned or when the plate was turned. I was blind. just told that the Miracle Whip or the mayonnaise, whichever dollop, because they're the same, was put up under my nose, and I smelt it, and then nearly gagged because they're disgusting. And then number two, it was supposedly turned to the other dollop, and I smelled it, could not tell a difference. Well, they look different. And they smell different. I was blindfolded. And they, and they taste considerably different. And Wasn't I blindfolded? Well, you, well, I had my eyes closed? Yeah, you were closed. I, don't I did not open my eyes. I you did might have not borrowed see, my poncho. I did not see any of this take place. I just I know, but even afterwards, you looked at this. me and you're like, oh, I was they, they there look to the do same. This. Oh, they look the same. Do a little Miracle Whip bump. That was it. That was it. That's miracle all I was there to do. And I could not tell a difference in smell. Well. And I will definitely not tell a difference in taste. I gotta tell you, I'm not gonna well, try I even you know prove to you that the ingredients are different. Just because the ingredients are different doesn't mean they're not the same thing. That is fundamentally flawed. What you just said. What I'm just because they're made up of different things doesn't mean that they're different. They're not. First of all, they're not completely made up of different things. Well, the root ingredients they are made of different things. The root ingredient. The root ingredient of no. both of them are the same. No. Okay. 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 Cool. Eggs and vinegar. Oh. Okay, cool. Eggs and vinegar. So let's is, just say, hey, let's have some eggs and vinegar today. Oh, okay. Spread it on a piece of bread. Cool. That's cool. So Man, it's corn I almost wish that I would just go ahead and throw it up now. So is cornbread and pretzel bread the same thing? Excuse me? Cornbread. Because they both have yeast or something in it? Yeah, they both have water in it, so Oh, they both have water? Yeah. Okay, so okay, okay. You need to <laughs> you need to understand ingredients. Yeah, I okay. do understand ingredients. No, you so, don't understand ingredients. Okay, so listen. Uh, I have a ribeye and uh, another thing, but I season them differently. Are they not both steak? That's com okay. Miracle Whip and mayonnaise are both condiments, but there's a big... Uh, they're both eggs and vinegar condiments. No. Yes. Oh, okay. It's That's disgusting. not a thing. Disgusting. Eggs and vinegar condiments isn't a thing. Yeah, it is because they whip no, it up and then they spread it on a piece of bread. But they also and they use, make you. They make well, you sick. They also use they other ingredients. But that's like saying that uh, like a porterhouse and a filet mignon are the same cut of meat. No, it's not. It's yes, saying it that they're both it's skirt saying that steak both, and filet mignon. They're mm. both. They're both steaks, Josh. Yeah, that's true. But they're not the same cut. Yeah. So they're both that's condiments. True. One's more tender than the other. Right. Just like there's one in this scenario, there's one more tastier. Not at all. Than the other. Yes, mayonnaise no. is gross. Mayonnaise is trash. And so is Miracle Whip. No. They are equally Miracle the same Whip is thing the best. and disgusting. Miracle Whip is the best. No, there's no difference between those two things. Um, we're gonna have to. Miracle have Whip to is it. nasty. So here's the thing, folks. We really want to have a really big uh, one year anniversary birthday bash, and my my proposal is is we need to come up with a Miracle Whip mayonnaise extravaganza, ah. so where we can try to settle this. I once will and for all. not be there. Dude, we can't. Dude, we're, uh, dude, dude, we're, I'm not we're going. Up. I'm did not we ever, going. Did we ever gonna... release the videos of the juice test? Because I think who the won that one? That was the stupidest test in the history of tests. But it was funny. Regardless of its it was humor, good it was good content. It was the stupidest of, of tests. 
Well, we put putting Sprite, apple juice and Sprite together was gross. Putting any juice together with Sprite is just no. not necessarily Sprite and cranberry is good, bro. Well, oh. first of all, it was Sierra Mist, so that was a subpar version. That's like That's the Mr. Fair. Pib yeah. of lemon lime sodas. That's right. Okay, <laughs> so that was it's horrible. The, so I but, guess uh, the but point, soft drink and apple listen, juice is gross. The the argument with the juices is that you said that cranberry was a superior juice, it and is. I argued that it's not because it requires you put something else with it. There no. is a small, small segment of society that likes cranberry juice straight. There's a large segment of society that can drink apple juice and orange juice straight. Shut, well, I don't know. I'm not that person because I love all forms of cranberry juice. I love all regular cranberry juice, okay. cran raspberry. I have yeah. times you're that I like. The, you're part of the extreme minority, and, dude. Cran, which which cran tells me that cranberry juice cran is not superior. Cran pomegranate is the nectar of the gods. It is no. It's one of the greatest things you ever taste in your life. It is. It is ridiculous. So good. That it is, is so ridiculous. good. But here's the deal, though. But cranberry is just phenomenal. No, it. It is, dude. It is. I'm gonna tell you one last thing. I I'm gonna tell you that I the like, average Joe does I like not the drink. cranberry cookie things. The, the, with the little bits of dried cranberry in it, I like those. Dude, oatmeal raisin cookies, but like oatmeal cranberry cookies. Yeah, way better. Well, oatmeal. Guest yeah, appearance. oatmeal cranberry. We have our second drop-in well, guest. Uh, he's he's trying not to be a part of it right now. Okay. He walked in and said, Shh. "Oh, yeah." I didn't see that. I that's think my he bad. understands. So, and that's fine. <laughs> that's fair. He's trying to talk to me now. I saw both of you walk in. Okay. It's okay. It's a okay. unannounced so, special guest too. That's that's typically how that works. Okay, so and I've witnessed it for the first time. Yes, which makes all the other stories that much better. Dude, John, it's going to be a few Man, more minutes. It looks like John, a couple more minutes. Okay, so uh, so anyways, don't hate us. Cranberry buddy. juice, worst juice of all the juices. You have to no. mix it with something else in order for it to have any value. Oh, that's you're ridiculous. missing out on life. That's ridiculous. But ladies and gentlemen, whenever you have beef. <laughs> Whenever you have beef, whatever that beef is, throw some Miracle beef, Whip on it. What, and then wash it down with some cranberry. Juice. Throw some Miracle Whip on it, then just wash throw it, it straight down, in the trash because you just ruined whatever it is you put Miracle Whip on. Uh, but if you got beef, you got to have a conversation. You got to figure out what's the source of the beef, and you got to figure out is it even worth having the beef. Yeah, I mean, just ask yourself the question: you know, Donde es un cansada? Yeah, or no? I mean, Car- are you carne just, asada? Are no. you just going to try to tell somebody don't go listen to a podcast because they said something that, that was their own personal opinion? Well, I guess that's their freedom of speech to that do so. That is their freedom of speech. And you know what? If you say to yourself, "I'm tired of all the fighting and, and beef in America. I just want peace, love, and tranquility," then yeah. you know what? Go to Canada. Take a break from highly unapologetic and uh, <laughs> top of the do chain, and come listen to Average Joe's. Come listen to Average Joe's, absolutely. You know, because we we bring people together. That's right. This is the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About. We are found on all mediums, platforms, podcasting, sources. Everywhere. Everywhere. Man. Hey, you know, I, I looked up, if you just look up Average Joe's Media, the way it's spelt, J-O-S, everything mm. else is spelt correct. Just. Uh, it comes up with like five out of seven of the first lists are something about us. I can show you a picture where... Just a Google search. Okay, so one of the guys, I think Armando, that you plays Fortnite with us sometimes with Jack, his uh-huh. friend, was like... At school, Googling us, and all it is is, like, you type it in, and it's nothing but pictures of us. Like, you yeah. do an image search. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like... Uh, Dude, all you got to... If you want to find we us... We have a middle school following Average now. Joe's Media. Just just Google search it. You'll just find Google it. us. Absolutely. And then you're going to be like, wow, those are two strappingly handsome young gentlemen. That's right, man. With uh, tender voices. Who don't know how old they are. I'm telling you what. Age is just a number. That's right. And, you know, guys, it's an exciting, exciting announcement that... Uh, 
Nortex Electric has decided to to help us in our journey. I'm telling you what, we are powered now, powered by Nortex Electric. Absolutely, we are. And, uh, you know, you should give them a call, 214-289-4510, info at nortexelectric.com or www.nortexelectric.com. Dot com. Or, if you're in the market for a house, if you need a realtor, yeah, you, you gotta if you need fix representation, call John at the Gingrich Group. John Jacobus. The Gingrich Group. 972-754-0361. Email john at thegingrichgroup.com or the website, www.thegingrichgroup.com. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, if you call him here in the next little bit, you know, it'd be nice for you maybe. You know, we don't care. We'll let him talk at the dinner table. That's right. John John will talk, and John, because John you're will important. blow your mind. He will. He really will. I mean, mind blown. That's right. John uh, we appreciate you, Realtor everything you do. And Thank you for your patience stars. with us running late That's today. right. We apologize we're running late. Some people didn't get here until after 1 o'clock. So, uh, really? We're going to make sure that... Uh, wow. <laughs> we're going to make sure we're that... We're going to have uh, beef now. We have a fantastic dinner. And, uh, you know, we're also going to make sure that we keep it clean. Until next time, I am the Average Joe Boo. I'm the Average Joe. Yeah, you're listening to the Average Joe's Things you think you don't care about It's America's fastest growing podcast So just sit back and relax We got the Average Joe Boo and the Average Joe We got the mic set up in the studio Gonna entertain ya, nobody can blame ya Spending all of your time listening to the Average Joe's we're gonna talk about something that you think you don't care about. We're gonna talk about something that you think you don't care about.